1: i'm actually wearing my work shoes which i don't usually wear except to work because I mm-hmm. and i try to keep them not falling apart yeah that's fair but they're warmer mm. so i wore them today yeah for sitting in the cave yeah it's cold today
0: sorry to talk about the weather again but
1: what else is there to talk about practically outside yeah we really are We should, we have a lot of plans, though, for our cave, Mm -hmm. and we should uh, look at our calendars and see when we can do an upgrade. I agree. Need to insulate it. Cave upgrade. Our goal is, listeners, if you
0: have, I know we've asked before, but we're asking again, if you have beanie babies in your attic.
1: Yeah, send them our way.
0: And you don't want them anymore. Yeah. They will be loved and given a job and looked at.
1: Beanie babies with a job.
0: Once a week. (laughs) If you send them to us.
1: Yeah. We gotta, we gotta fix it up in here. Mm -hmm. There's a sweet spot, right? There's a sweet cave spot. Yeah. Before, between when it's too cold and before it gets too hot. Yep. And that's the only time that we can do anything except sit in here. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) So we gotta do that soon, probably. I, I don't know what made me think of it, but I just remembered the other day, was it last summer or the summer before when it was so hot in here that we just kept passing the cold ice pack back and forth and like putting it on our heads and then i was like (laughs) i feel faint yeah i need to go inside for a minute (laughs) i think that was the two summers ago
0: no because when it wait when did we start doing
1: this october 2020 2020. okay
0: so we have been through two summers Mm -hmm. i think yeah i think the first summer was when we were doing that and the second summer was when it got so unbearably hot that we just moved into my house yeah because I had an empty room at that point, And mm. it was just like, the the first summer was like, ah, this is miserable. And the second summer was like, this is dangerous. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. And the medication that I take, my body does not regulate heat. Well, it's great.
0: You're like a French bulldog.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm always
0: saying that about you.
1: <laughs> Have you met my friend Bucket Snake? How Sink? would you
0: describe Bucket Snake?
1: They're like a French bulldog. They're like a French bulldog
0: if it was a person.
1: So small and squishy. <laughs> anyway, while we're in the cave, yeah, what what are we what are we doing? We're talking about movies. Oh,
0: movies! Yes, this is the movie episode of the movie podcast oh, that we do. We
1: made it. The
0: podcast is called Replay Rewind. I'm Meatwidge. That's Bucket Snake. Hiss. Yes. And every month we pick a movie <laughs> from 2000 or before. And this month we're doing The Goonies. So what we do, if you're new here, Welcome. is during the month, we talk about what was going on in the world mm-hmm. the month that this movie came out, and then we talk about what was going on in the pop culture sense yep. in that month, and then we talk about a theme yep. that pertains to the month, and then we talk about the movie, and this is that episode. Here we are. Here we are doing that. So I have a question for you. Ask me a question. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream?
1: Well okay. <laughs> either coffee yeah or some kind of salted caramel oh yeah which i have been made fun of for before because all of my favorite sweets are actually very salty <laughs> yeah uh, like i i just like more like i like sweets but i like them to be more savory sweets yeah i yeah. want the salt in there to balance it out i yeah like dark chocolate sea salt caramel yes Oh yeah.
0: The only time I don't feel that way is I remember when I was in high school and my friend's dad might have even been before that because we met in the fifth grade so at some point during our friendship when Mm. I went over there my friend's dad was like oh you've never had salt on a watermelon and he like salted this watermelon and I was like no this is disgusting. Watermelon is perfect. Weird. And you don't need to fuck with it. Mm.
1: Speaking of watermelon Yeah? I saw a recipe on Instagram the other day where someone took watermelon and made it into like vegan tuna for sushi. What? And they marinated it and all this stuff and they baked it. What? I know. I was like, wouldn't it just disappear? <laughs> if it got hot? I just feel like it <laughs> would like just melt. Candy. Yeah. But I guess not. They like marinated it in a bunch of like savory Yeah, flavors and then baked it and it was like the texture of raw tuna
0: honestly that sounds great i love watermelon and i would eat it in any form
1: yeah but anyway what's your favorite flavor of ice cream um watermelon (laughs) Watermelon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) no that sounds weird sometimes i drive by cookout and they're like we have watermelon milkshakes i'm like i don't think a watermelon and dairy dairy should get together
1: i know watermelon is one of those things that like i i don't love watermelon i like it more as i get older It does taste like a wet paper towel, but (laughs) I used
0: to work with a lady who was like, it feels like wet sand and I hate it.
1: Yeah. But something I really don't like is like fake watermelon flavor. I love that too. No. Ooh. It just tastes like bubblegum.
0: Yeah. I used it all the time, especially if I had to be on a plane, I would get bubbleicious Watermelon Wave. (laughs) It's the best bubblegum flavor Uh ever.
1: Yeah. Wait. But my favorite ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah.
0: Is Rocky Road. Oh, but okay. only if it has marshmallow bits in it, a lot of people make Rocky Road with marshmallow cream. Not the same. I need the texture differences of the sure. almonds and the marshmallows and the ice cream, yeah, um, my other favorite is discontinued Ben and Jerry's for a while had a peach flavor. It was like Willie Nelson's peach cobbler. Oh. It was so good. It does it like, have like chunks of cobbler in it? It had like crust? Shortbread cookie pieces oh. in it, and then like chunks of peaches, and then like a peach swirl. It
1: was that ridiculous. Sounds so good. Also, and they didn't ask me, and they just discontinued it. Maybe Willie has some. Let's call him. Okay. I just, for a second, you were like, my other favorite flavor is discontinued. <laughs> <laughs> what does discontinued taste like? The void. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It tastes Ah. like TV static. Oh. And. Dust. uh, (laughs) Dust. Oh, God. I have a very distinct memory of being a child on the way home from somewhere with my dad in the front seat of his big old Dodge van that -hmm. he had for so long. And he wouldn't let you have. He wouldn't let me have it. Um. But I was, like, a little kid, and I remember him just, like, running into a gas station real quick, and he came back, and he was like, have you ever tried Rocky Road ice cream? And just handed me, like, a little, like, sample cup of it. hmm And I was just like, "Does the best ice cream I've ever had. Aw. <laughs> like, as a kid. And I still love it. It's just, it's so good. But Especially, a- too, like, as I get older, I like chocolate a lot more.
1: What a sweet memory.
0: It, w- it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I love chocolate. Yeah. Definitely that one. Yeah, I've always... I've always liked it but like I used it when I was younger I would say like my favorite cake was like lemon cake. Yeah. And now I'm just like when I just imagine like I want some cake. I just want chocolate cake with chocolate frosting. Yeah. So I'm turning into my grandmother. <laughs> That's good. Like, yeah. yeah. Both of my grandmothers actually really yeah. love chocolate. Nice. Anyway why are you asking me about ice cream? Well because we're talking about the Goonies as previously stated yes. and there's a scene in this movie where Chunk finds just like a freezer full of ice cream and he's just so excited. He's like, guys. He's just shouting to all his friends. He's like, there you got it! He's just like going through all the flavors <laughs> and he's like pulling them out and he's so excited. And then he finds a dead body in the freezer and he freaks um, out about it.
1: But Whoops. Oopsie. I have to admit, I I have seen this movie. Yeah. But I do not remember hardly anything. Yeah. I think it'll be one of those things where when I'm watching it, I'll be like, oh, Yeah. Yeah. But I just didn't store any of it in my short-term memory. Yeah. It's all in the way back. Sure. Long-term memory. Yeah. And boxes covered in dust somewhere in there. Yeah. What do you remember? Kids. <laughs> A beach. The guy with the face. Uh-huh. Chunk. Um, mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. There's nothing in there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't think I would have... I, it's... I mean, this is the... Honestly, the premise that we started the show on was... Yeah when people say, oh, I love that movie, and then you ask for a detail and they can't tell you. Yeah. That's what this movie is for me. Yeah. This is the epitome of a replay-rewind movie. Yeah. Of, like, I know I like this movie, I know I really enjoyed watching it, and I cannot tell you anything about it.
0: Right. <laughs> like, when I try to focus on it, there's just, like, a very fuzzy, but warm feeling. Yes. <laughs> like, it was good. No, I don't know what happened. Nope. I just know I liked it. Yeah. Well, do you want to know sure i Actually. mean do you remember all of it i remember most of it yeah yeah t- tell me what you remember. so for me it's more like hmm, what what am i gonna get wrong yeah that's um, fun too it's this group of kids who call themselves the goonies mm-hmm. and there's a lot of good people in this movie sean astin is in this movie yes. as a little baby yeah um that guy whose name i forget <laughs> who just was in everything everywhere all at once uh-huh. was in it uh Corey feldman is in it of course and then little baby josh brolin is in it as their older brother. That's cute. Yeah. His name is Brandon, but he's decided he wants to go by brand. So Aww. he keeps yelling at us. He's like, she's like, Brandon, can you? He's like, it's brand, ma. Aw. Yeah. So it's Sean Aston and uh, Josh Brolin are brothers and they live in this house, but their friends always come over and like hang out there all the time, but they're about to lose their house to the bank Aww. because they can't pay for it. Yeah. Capitalism is the problem. Yep. And all the kids are like, we can't let that happen. You know, we got to do something. Aw. And they find a map in the attic that is supposed to lead to, and this is 100% a dick joke, One-Eyed Willie's treasure, (laughs) who was a pirate. And so they're like, well, let's go find it. You know, if we Mm. go find, I think they they keep calling it the rich stuff. They're like, if we find, you know, the rich stuff, the treasure, then we can
1: save the house. Right. That's such a sweet thought, too.
0: It really is. And so they go try to find it. And then they run into this group of really nasty people, a mom and her two sons, three sons. Um, the Fratellis, mm. which is who the band's named after. Oh, yeah. And that sloth is the guy with the face. That's one of their kids. They keep them locked up in the basement. Oh. And they've got their two other kids. She's got her two other kids. So they run. They just keep running into them. And then, yeah, they eventually do find the treasure and save their house. Um, I was telling Business Goose about the scene, like in the beginning, though, where they accidentally break his mom's little statue of like a naked guy. Yeah. And it breaks his penis off. <laughs> and Sean Addison's like, that was my mom's favorite piece. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to fix it, but they glue his dick on upside down. Oh, so it's no. Like pointing the wrong way. It's just really, really silly. There's a lot of like. Just little things just, like that. Yeah, yeah, really silly, goofy things happening. And they all end up, you know, just going on this adventure. And there's lots of booby traps. Oh.
1: And... Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. It'll be fun. I'm excited to be reminded of why I liked it, because mm-hmm. I'm sure I will. Yeah. Well, let's go watch it. Okay. okay. I'm ready. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at
0: airbnb.com slash host.
1: Well, that was a fucking Goonie movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Like a Goofy movie. Yeah, I get it. But a Goonie movie. <laughs> right. Just in case anybody didn't follow Thank along. Yeah. yeah. The IMDB says a group of young misfits called the Goonies discover an ancient map and set out on an adventure to find a legendary pirate's long-lost treasure.
0: They do that, and then they do that.
1: Yep. I don't think ancient is the right word.
0: Hmm, how old do you have to be to be ancient?
1: Uh, I don't know how old you have to be to be ancient, but I feel like ancient... Is like Egyptian, ancient Greece, ancient Egypt. This is like the 1600s. Yeah. That's like antique. Hmm. I don't know.
0: I wonder if there's Google the definition of the word ancient and see if
1: it's going to be your face. (laughs) (laughs) It says
0: belonging to the very distant past and no longer in existence. What? No longer in existence. The ancient civilizations of the Mediterranean. So, like, yeah, ancient. You, you couldn't be like, well, ancient Kentucky, because <laughs> it's <laughs> right still here. Yeah. But, I mean, pirates are not. They're still
1: pirates. Yeah. That's like true. the vegetable ones. They don't do anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was a VeggieTales joke, but I'm on it today. Yes. Hell yeah.
0: Um, anyway
1: yeah tell us what happens okay whatever so <laughs>
0: <laughs> whatever <laughs> we open on a jail and there's like a guard being like hey everybody out it's lunchtime or whatever and sure. then there's one guy who's not coming out of his cell so he goes to check on him and we see that this prisoner has apparently hung himself and there's a note taped to his chest and so the guard reads it and it says you schmuck do you really think i'd be stupid enough to kill myself
1: mm-hmm. and he
0: looks up and the guy's like grinning at him conks him over the head yeah escapes
1: this is the only smart thing that this man does in this movie yep like this is very clever nothing else that the Fratellis do it's all very like accidental oh success yeah. like this is you you guys had a plan he for the first had, time like a cellmate who was like yeah oh
0: when I back when I worked in theater this is how
1: we made it look like we hung ourselves yeah like, maybe
0: where did you get this pipe who knows
1: but so yeah we don't have time for every question that I have probably yeah <laughs> But, so he knocks out the guard. He escapes out the front door where there's another man, Joe Pantoliano, who is pouring gasoline around the perimeter of the county jail.
0: I have seen this movie so many times and I did not realize it was Joe Pantoliano until I watched it on whatever I watched it on that had, like,
1: the x-ray. Oh, yeah. Amazon. Pause mm-hmm. it.
0: I think I watched it on Tubi or whatever. But something, yeah. you know, where you pause it and it's like, here's who's in this scene. And I was like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's because he has hair. That's true. <laughs> and that he looks... true. He looks... But he looks younger, I guess. I don't know. He almost looks the same. Yeah. He looks like Joe Pangliano's brother. Yeah. That's very strange. I mean, he
0: sounds like him, but he doesn't talk enough, I think. Yeah. Who knows? But anyway. Yeah. And then, like, a rough-looking lady is in the driver's seat of this car. hmm And so they all pile in the younger
1: one they sort of pile in that's true he tries to he can't get the door open because like i said the only smart thing he ever did was trick that guard he can't even open a car door he has to climb in through the sunroof so he climbs in through the sunroof and the cops run out as they're driving away and the younger brother shoots the gasoline that he had just poured so that it all catches on fire Mm -hmm. which i'm pretty sure MythBusters busted that that works but yeah it doesn't work no it works in movies though yeah. And this <laughs> well, is a great. movie. So, <laughs> fantastic. The um, rules of, you know, physics and shit are different in movies.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So now we've got a police chase. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. it's very exciting because it's like through this small town. So there's a lot of people. We see a lot of people. There's like a bunch of cheerleaders trying to do like a human pyramid. Yeah. And
1: a human. <laughs> They're trying to do a human centipede. No. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it it kind of gives you, like, the overview of, like, okay, this is a small town. Yeah. And here's what everybody in the town is doing on a day-to-day basis. Right. Yeah.
0: And we get introduced to all our little characters. We see little Corey Feldman helping his dad do some plumbing Mm -hmm. and this one girl with very short hair bobbing for crabs i don't know what she's doing she's got her head is that stuff yeah yeah and she's got her top half like in a huge bucket and then and... she comes up with a cra- it's not her mouth but like what were
1: you doing <laughs> i don't know
0: <laughs> she looks very triumphant i don't know she was crabbing little Kahui kwan who is practicing his contraptions at like a junkyard and is up in a trash can mm-hmm. um Jeff Cohen who's at an arcade where he's like oh sweet a police chase and smashes his pizza and his milkshake all up against the window and himself.
1: Why did Hot Toes go? Huh. I relate to that. (laughs) It's like what? (laughs) Don't do that. You mean she who falls down all the time? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And then they end up
0: on a beach where there's like a car race happening and they kind of just join in and they lose the police that way. Yeah. It's like a big like derby.
1: Thing. We also have passed Rosalita, who we'll meet later. Yeah. She was in the middle of the street. She nearly
0: gets run over a couple of times. Yeah, that's
1: true. But she is just standing in the middle of the road, to be fair. She's not in a crosswalk. She's just like in a turning <laughs> lane. So, you know, whatever. Rosalita, move. So now we're at a lovely old house on a hill. So we see sweet baby little Sean Aston lamenting, like in his room, that nothing ever happens around here. Very classic. Mm-hmm. Oh, this town sucks. So, who cares if they take the house? And then Josh Brolin, who is dressed in, like, the weirdest getup. Yeah. He's wearing a sweatsuit, but with, like, tiny shorts over the pants. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He's like, nobody look at my wiener.
1: (laughs) In these sweatpants. Yeah. And he's working out. Yeah, constantly. Every time. He's like, you don't mean that. And Sean Asson is Mikey, right? Mikey is like, nah, you're right. I'm just trying to delete myself. (laughs) No, dictate myself.
0: Brand says, delude yourself, dummy.
1: That's what I said. <laughs> it's a really funny bit. I wish they did it more. I know.
0: it. Like, it, they set it up like it's going to be a running gag and then mm-hmm. it's not.
1: Yeah. Like, he does it maybe twice. Yeah. And his mom does it once. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's where he gets it from. That's cute. Yeah. But.
0: They should have done it more. Yeah. Especially poor, long-suffering Brand, who is the only one who knows anything in this family. Yeah. Is <laughs> the one who's always like, no, it's... <sighs> So then there's a knock at the door, and it's Corey Felpin, mm-hmm. who, his name is Mouth. Well, they all call him Mouth. Yeah. Because he never shuts up.
1: Yeah, he's very um, fucking Richie. Beep beep Richie mm-hmm. from It. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I had to say beep beep before I could remember his name. Yeah. It's like, beep beep Richie.
0: <laughs> he's, like, Mikey and Brand are sitting around being all mopey, and Mouth is like, come on, we should be going out, doing something fun. You know, it's our last weekend all together, like we should be living it up oh yeah. wait we can't because brand fails his dri- failed his driver's license our one test. older
1: brother fails his test like yeah. he's the only one in the group who would be old enough to drive them somewhere and he has failed right which is fair but also like we just saw the town like you could just walk yeah it's small mm-hmm. yeah where are you gonna go that you can't just ride your bike to <laughs> yeah you all have bikes
0: exactly and then chunk shows up which nobody seems terribly excited about and he has, like, a super exciting story to tell them, but Mouth goes out on the porch and is like, no, you can't come in until you do the truffle shuffle, which is rude.
1: Yes. And also, I'm going to point this out later, but <laughs> that's the only time that comes up, too.
0: The truffle shuffle? Yeah. Yeah.
1: He doesn't do it ever again.
0: Well, it wouldn't be timely. <laughs> they have all day to just stand there right now and be like, no, you can't come in until the well, later. Why is it a thing? It's, I'm sure it was a thing before like it's like yeah this is a thing that they make him do all the time and he's like no I don't want
1: I guess to do it but it became such just like culturally iconic thing and I'm like yeah. it is a two-second blip I don't know yeah it just doesn't it feels out of place to me it's not gonna be like a continued kind of thing like That's if nice. he used it later to like <laughs> d- distract someone you know like
0: yeah I mean, yeah I like guess why just- is it establishing this is the fat kid that we all dunk on i guess which apparently jeff cohen was like like the actor was Mm -hmm. really self-conscious about doing it so they made the director made them like clear the set so it was just him on set yeah which is like that's really cute but it's also gonna be in this movie later i know everyone's gonna gonna see see it yeah but it's you know it's not people standing there looking at you it's different i mean yeah
1: i'm on a podcast and i'm like at least nobody's looking at me (laughs) (laughs) i guess that's true (laughs) If you would just stop pulling up your shirt and wiggling around. (laughs) No! I have to see it. (laughs) Never! God. (laughs) Anyway, so he's there. He wants to tell them a story. Mouth won't let him until he pulls up his shirt and wiggles around. Mm -hmm. And so Mikey sets off this extremely elaborate Rube Goldberg machine to open the front gate.
0: Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. And there's so... involves a bowling ball that has to roll down very far
1: a balloon that you would have to reset every time yeah a chicken laying an egg yeah and that's not how chickens laying eggs works no nope. <laughs> you, they don't get scared into laying an egg every day right
0: well and like what if somebody comes up 10 minutes later and yeah like, oh don't come in the gate that is currently open
1: yeah how's it until gonna I
0: go down to the gate and get the balloon or the bowling ball and put a new balloon on here? yeah and- swap out the chicken for one that's about to lay an egg i don't know it's like you know it's like any rube goldberg machine it's silly to look at but it's just Mm. so impractical even in this setting where it's just like why would they do that
1: it's also it's very classic like 80s 90s like contraption in a movie sure right but there aren't any more in the movie right it isn't setting like no like data You know, he has little, like, gadgets and stuff, but Mm. it's not a Rube Goldberg machine. If they set it up like, oh, Data did this. Like, if they were like, oh, we have to open the gate this way because, you know, Data came and set up this machine because you know how he always is. But no, there's no context for it. And it never comes up again. And no one is ever shown tinkering with stuff. Right.
0: And again, like, (laughs) Mikey does not use this later to, like, get them out of a jam. Right. Or even use, like, oh, the physics of this situation. It's just a
1: series of things that never come up again. And your point, how did Mouth get in?
0: Yeah, Mouth just shows up at the front door. Yeah, It's like, what's up, boners? Like, how... (laughs) (laughs) And you can really just reach over and open the gate. I don't know why Chunk... Maybe that's what Mouth did, and Chunk's
1: too dumb. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Anyway, so they trunk gets into the house and he's trying to tell them the story of this police chase but they don't believe him you know he's like it's the most exciting thing i ever saw and they're like oh more exciting than that time that michael jackson came in your house to use the bathroom yeah or, more exciting whatever whatever whatever. and he's like <laughs> oh okay but this time i'm for real and he even he says okay michael jackson didn't come to my house to use the bathroom
1: but his sister did his sister, he's like, <laughs> he can't
0: even help lying in this instance when he wants his friends to believe him yeah
1: which that does continue throughout the movie. Yes. So that's fine. Yes. So now Data is here, and he uh flies in on like a uh a zip line. Zip line. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't open the door in time for him, so he just crashes on through the screen door.
0: Mm-hmm. Takes somebody out, knocks over like a bunch of stuff, including the, the statue. statue of David. Yeah. And his little dick breaks off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he says, "That's my mom's favorite part."
0: To be fair. He says, that's my mom's favorite piece. So you could interpret it as she loves this statue more than any of the art. Okay. In their house. Sure. It is his little weenie getting broken off. And then they try to put it back on. They put it on upside down.
1: I do think that if... Okay, maybe he does say piece. But the joke is that it is the part. Right. And I think that it would be funnier if the kids were smaller. Right. But they are old enough to understand what that means. And so that just kind of makes it weird.
0: But it's the double entendre of Mikey being like, that's my mom's favorite piece of art in this house. Yeah. But the piece that broke off.
1: Is the dick. It's the layers. Sure. (laughs) The layers. This movie is such an onion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They are also, this is the point where I was just like, they are all talking at full volume Mm. all the time Mm. over top of each Mm. other. I mean, it really is like being in a room with a bunch of eight year old boys. Yeah. Yeah. I it's know it's exhausting.
1: Yeah. And that's the beginning of my problems with this movie, though. It seems I've already had some problems that I yes. mentioned, but it it's realistic. Yeah. Because that is how kids are. Yes. They're all talking. They're all they all want to be heard. They're all yelling over each other. But I hate it. And it makes me cranky. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, and it seems to it's like, I don't know if they're working with not as great microphones or whatever, but it's I mean, Data and Chunk especially are just like screaming straining yeah. because they are talking so loud. Yeah.
1: And it's too much. I know. Yeah. It And it's, you don't know who you're supposed to focus on because yeah. they are all so loud. You know, it's not like there's like people in the background talking. Right. It's like everyone is at the same volume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot. You know that meme that's like, sorry, I was a bitch. I heard too many sounds at once. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's me watching this yeah. movie.
0: So we learn now that Mikey and Brand's dad has not been getting paid, I guess, because Mikey says something about like you know maybe we can keep the house and Brand is like yeah if dad gets for his last 400 paychecks all at once or something like that
1: yeah so it's not very clear because they also kind of talk like everyone is going to lose their house right well we learn in a little bit
0: that it's the whole like neighborhood is going to get leveled yeah for a country club right. and they yeah but so I guess everybody is if they all live close by or yeah. at the very least they're going to be like enough of them live close by that they're going to be
1: scattered. Right, they're going to have to move. Yeah, across town. Right, like I don't know, they don't it's not specified. Yeah, it's very strange. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and bring up what I'm what I was going to say later. Okay. This movie feels like a sequel. Yes. That is my issue. It's like I do and we've talked about it before, I love I do like when you get dropped in a movie. Mhm. You don't need all of the details, you know. It, yeah. It's very, like, slice of life. Like, mm-hmm. that's cool. But this is almost like there are things that feel established that we are not looped in on. Right. That are important to the story. Yeah. I agree. Like, this never really gets explained. You can put it together a little bit. Yeah. But it's never, like, fully hashed out. Right. And it should be because it is the main conflict of the movie. Right. And it's hard to cheer for the kids to find the money because you don't really know what they need it for. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. What are the stakes? Yeah. The stakes are
1: unclear. Yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: Yeah. So then their mom comes home with Rosalita, who nearly got run over earlier in the street. Mm -hmm. And their mom is like, this is Rosalita. She's going to help pack... Mm-hmm. But she doesn't speak any English.
1: I don't know how she got her there. Exactly. The how did she place.
0: explain to her the situation? Yeah. I need help packing. Mm-hmm. Come to my house. Or she's just like, follow me. And Rosie was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she seems to be like willing to go along with everything. But yeah. So she's like, Clark, whose mouth? You took Spanish, right? D- could you? And she's like, he's, oh, you know, Mrs. Walsh, I speak perfect Spanish. I would be happy to translate all, mm-hmm. you know, all, what do you call it? Just like perfect. Yeah. And sweet Fluently. when he's talking to her. Yeah. And um, clearly like the bad boy of the
1: group. Oh yeah.
0: But uh, so he does speak really good Spanish mm-hmm. and translates for her but unfortunately everything he translates is wrong but on purpose because he's a troublemaker.
1: Yeah. But again why? Right. I don't get it. Right. it. This would be a really funny bit if like in Wayne's World where um, Cassandra like Wayne is like, where did you learn to speak English? Because she talks kind of like with weird um, phrasing. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, the Police Academy movies. <laughs> okay. So it'd be funnier, you know, if Mouth was like, oh, I learned Spanish from right a movie about drug dealers. <laughs>
0: yeah. Why does he know all these Spanish words for drugs? You know, and his like grammar is so perfect and fluent. Yeah. And then, like being like, oh, the attic is full of sexual torture devices. Don't go up in there. And it's yeah. like, why does he know these words? He didn't learn them at home. Or at school. That's what I meant. We didn't learn them at school. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's and really it would be silly. a funny
1: like joke to be like, oh, yeah, I, I know so much Spanish. I learned it watching these mo- this documentary series about the cartel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the only movie that we had in the house when I was a kid. Yeah.
0: My dad sells video encyclopedias, and yeah. just, but in Spanish. I don't know. But see, it's something where it's just like, what... I don't know just very silly mm-hmm. I know they're trying to like establish him as a troublemaker and make Rosalita uncomfortable but it's like but she's gonna leave because her, she thinks that her job is to come pack but then he's like okay marijuana is in the top drawer and yeah. it's just like well and I don't need any of that yeah I don't know the whole thing is just like what is this woman doing I know. doesn't make any sense I do think it's cute that Corey Feldman does not speak Spanish or at least he did not at the time oh he does a great recording. job he learned everything phonetically from the woman who plays Rosalita oh. she just was like here's how you say yeah. you know like so he's, didn't he didn't really know what it. he was saying yeah, yeah he just memorized it all phonetically that's cute I know meanwhile the boys are trying to glue David's wiener back on they put it on upside down Brand's making fun of them
1: if God made you that way you'd piss in your face right and Trunk's <laughs>
0: like doesn't look fun to me so um, but then Mrs. Walsh is like okay I'm leaving I'm taking Rosalita to the grocery store again what <laughs> What? How? Why? What are you going to do with her? Why? Did she have to go to the grocery store? <laughs> I thought just... she was here to help pack. Why what? did you bring her home? And just to go back out.
1: I don't <laughs> know. To explain
0: everything in the house. She's going gonna... <sighs> to not remember any of it. The whole thing doesn't make any fucking no. sense. Um, Mrs. Walsh says, Brand, do not let Mikey out of the house. His asthma is really bad. It's raining. He's going to get seriously sick. If you do it, you're in deep shit.
1: Yeah. He says, you got it, ma. So as soon as she's gone, mouth is like, "All right, so we should definitely check out the attic, right? Yeah, since you're not allowed to go up there." Yep, and Mikey's like, "No, no, we and should then not." They're like, "Okay, but we're going. gonna going." This could not be the first time they're hearing of the attic, though.
0: No, but I think it's just like, this is our last chance to do it. You know, like, they're going to tear the house down. All the stuff's going to get packed up and taken away. Like, we don't... Before, it's like, yeah, we should go up there. But you yeah, could probably convince them, like, no, guys, we'll get... And they could find something else to do. But they're like, this yeah. is literally our last
1: chance to go up there okay. and fuck around. So Sure. So, so they, they go up there. They go up there and Brand finds a book about pirates. And Mikey explains that all that stuff was rejected from an exhibit about the history of Astoria, which is the town they live in. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And then Mikey sees this big, he's yelling at all his friends like he's the mom friend. He's like, mouth when you knock something over, pick it back up. Yeah. (laughs) He sees this big framed map and he wants to get a closer look at it. So he's like, hey, Chunk, come over here and hands it to him. And then it literally counts down from five. Mm -hmm. And when he hits one, Chunk drops it and breaks it. He's like, I didn't mean to. And he's just like that's what i wanted you to do don't worry about it yeah so they pull it out and they're looking at it it's a map labeled 1632 and brand is like yeah it's not that exciting it's a map for one-eyed willie's treasure which everybody in astoria knows about everybody and their mom went looking for it and nobody found it you know you haven't discovered anything yeah we all know which is like one of the only things that makes sense in this movie that brand would be like no everybody knows you know this isn't yeah discover anything people went looking for it because the idea that, like, there'd be this map to this treasure just up in, just happened to be up in their attic and nobody yeah. knew it was there. You know, it's just like, what? But Brand's just like, no, everybody knows about it.
1: I mean, it was pretty convenient. They walked yes. up and he immediately walked over to it. And then they immediately found the article about Chester Copperpot.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All of that. Very convenient. with The whole Chester
1: Copperpot thing doesn't make any sense to me either. It is just an unnecessary yep. addition. Yep. I guess. Anyway, we'll we'll get to him later. Yeah. Um,
0: and <laughs> Mikey is like, no, it's true, and he says, "One-eyed Willie" with such reverence in his voice that you forget it's a dick joke. Yep. Because he's just like, yeah, my dad told me all about it. One-eyed Willie's treasure. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, his eyes are glossy, and he's just like telling the you know spinning the whole story for his friends and and he they're tells like, oh that's so cool really well i know yeah and
1: everybody's like very interested in it yeah yeah he he explains that he stole a bunch of treasure and then they got walled in in a cave you know and they're like oh we should go look for it but then they decide you know other people have looked for it haven't found it pointless right. endeavor just a bunch of kids and then they hear somebody knocking at the door so they go Answer the door. Mm-hmm. I do love that all the pirate clothes in the attic just happened to be child sized. <laughs> that's why they were rejected. Yeah, they were like we put the adult sized pirate
0: clothing. Right. <laughs> They're like, this is for we don't want to. We perpetuate don't want to encourage child piracy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so at the door are some dudes from the bank. We guess or I don't something. Know. Yeah, I don't developers. I don't know. They don't really explain who they are. It's they say named... it's Troy's dad. Yep, and he's a jerk. He is a jerk. And S- that's all we hear. Yeah. And he's like, We have some papers for your dad to sign. Right. Okay. Brand's like, he's not here
0: and he's like, Is your mommy home? And Brand's like, Fuck you, dude. I'm fifteen, 16 years old. Yeah. Like, clearly.
1: We I go to school with your son. Also, I could beat the shit out of you. <sighs> and he should. <laughs> um
0: But so I mean, they just like, you know, talk for a little bit and he's like, No, she's not home. Come back later. What I think brand like takes some stuff and is like, Yeah, I'll get her to sign it and she come
1: back later. Yeah. Um But it kind the- of solidifies for them. That it's really happening. Yes. That they're going to have to sign this paper and lose their house. Mm
0: -hmm. Because they're all, like, all the kids, like, stand on the porch and they're sad about it for a while. And Corey Feldman says, or Mouth says, I hope they turn this part into a sand trap or whatever. And Mikey's like, I hope they lose all their balls in it. (laughs) And then they all go inside and Mikey's still outside, just, like, standing on the porch, looking out over Astoria. And Brand comes out the back door and, like, comes there around their like wraparound porch and he just goes mikey and mikey like runs over to him and like falls in his arms and they hug each other yeah. so hard that i started crying
1: it's so and, like, sweet i did not expect it. i've seen this movie so many times yeah. it's never made me
0: cry but for some reason this like one scene where he's just like it just hugs him so tight yeah i was just like
1: <laughs> brand is a really good big brother and i do yes. their relationship is like the best part of this movie yeah honestly yeah
0: is mikey adopted no <laughs> <laughs> or is he just making fun of him? He was just making fun okay. of Okay. Because another thing that I was like, he says it once. He's like, You're an adopted wuss. And Mikey's like, I'm not an adopted wuss. Yeah. I was like, Is he adopted? I don't know. They never bring it up again. No, he's not. Um I, another thing that would have been funny if he'd a, like in front of his mom been like, It doesn't even matter, you're adopted, and his mom being like, He's not adopted. Yeah. Stop telling him that. <laughs> Stop you know, like, saying that. Because like my mom's older brother used to tell my mom that all the time. Oh,
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think i've told this story on the podcast before but i think about it all the time my boyfriend in high school had a younger brother who had really curly hair and he was the only one oh, so yeah? they would be like you're adopted look at your hair <laughs> but it was because their dad had really curly hair but he kept it so short oh, none of them know. ever knew that it was curly look yeah at your hair. look at my hair Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not look like a bird <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny
0: now my well my grandmother too like if her, her children are being ridiculous she's like i'm so lucky i'm adopted <laughs> which is really funny that is cute i also i'm my whole life they were like well you're the mailman's daughter which is you know
1: you are i am <laughs> <laughs> it's true
0: it's true but so okay um where were we anyway it's just really cute and made me cry and i went back and watched it again so it's just like oh, you're just adorable <laughs> it is sweet so they're inside they're all lamenting you know they're like we have to do something we can't just sit around and do nothing mm-hmm. and they're like well, we've got this you know mikey says we've got this map we might as well try what's yeah. the worst that could happen they still you know raise yeah. our house like
1: it's not like we have any other plans today let's do it we're 11 years old yep <laughs> <laughs> however old they are 13 14. so
0: they form a little plan and brand is sitting in his little recliner with his stretchy thing yeah i don't know what
1: you call it but tension i don't know yeah i got little two little resist- handles and a some resistance springs. band yeah yeah
0: and he's like stretching it to get his arms all buff yeah and they're like although hey.
1: it looks really loose yeah <laughs> it looks like a slinky he's just like moving a slinky back and forth
0: <laughs> it's probably really old yeah he found it somewhere it's probably for like a man with a six-foot wingspan and he's like i'm a child." <laughs>
1: Did you look up how old Josh Brolin was in this? He's like seventeen. He's actually seventeen. yeah,
0: I did have to look it up because I was like, is it okay to have a crush on Josh Brolin in this movie? And there was no <laughs> so I was like, oh,
1: what a cute little kid <laughs> Oh a child I was just glad that he like was playing a yeah. seven you know he's playing a sixteen yeah. year old and he's seventeen whatever yeah I yeah, not like was, a twenty five year old yeah, that mm. was actually nice
0: it was. Um, but so they're like, hey, Brand, how far can you stretch that thing? And he goes to show
1: them, and they grab it and tie it around his back. and He's tied to the chair. Tied to yeah. his chair. Yep. And, and then the they leaf. let the air out on his bike tires on their way out. Yeah. Which they're like, those are new. And it's like, it's just the air. It's okay. I know. He yeah. can put more air in that. Like he's upset, though, because he's like, yeah. he
0: mowed 100 lawns for that bike. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like, I'm fine with tying him to a chair, but don't destroy his property. Right. But yeah, they just let the air out. It's okay. And so then they get on all their bikes, and they take off and then mrs walsh comes home and is like oh my god you're in so much trouble get out there and find your brother right now <laughs> she says why can't you
1: exercise like a regular kid yeah. <laughs> like because he's in the chair like on the floor and she just is like oh this must be a weird exercise doesn't help him up
0: and then he's like rosalie to help me and she's just like no, no i'm i'm here to do my job and then get out of here as fast yeah. as possible
1: but he finally gets up, and he goes to ride his bike, but the tires are flat, so yep. he takes the neighbor girl's bike.
0: Yeah, and she's like four. Yeah. It's got training wheels on it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want my bike.
1: Yeah, she just immediately, I want my bike,
0: I just want my stomp bike. Stomp on her little foot.
1: Yeah. But yeah, his,
0: his mom is getting so upset. She's like, you find your brother or I'll commit
1: Hare Krishna. Oh, my God. <laughs> he
0: goes, it's hari kari, Mom.
1: She's like, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> I know. It is funny that their mom does it, too. I love it. And so we see that the Goonies have found the rocks that they were looking for, uh, very easily.
0: Yeah, there's like holes in the map and they line up to these like three points. Yeah. But they're like, Oh, here there it is. And I'm like, wow, that was
1: Here that it is. Took them seconds. I know. Okay. Well, there's a lot of other stuff that has to happen, so we can't spend too much time on it, I guess. That's <laughs> true.
0: So Brand is struggling. He's riding down the hill on this very small bike, and then Troy Perkins shows up in his cool car, of complete course. with some babes in it.
1: Yep. Droy sucks
0: sucks a lot. Yeah, he's like using his rearview mirror to look out down Andy's like shirt and up her skirt and stuff, she's which is unnecessary
1: seat. because as we'll see later, her skirt is too short anyway, and yeah. you see her panties like most of the movie. Yeah, and she's just right there. You don't have to try that hard. You just yeah, you just glance. I
0: know you don't have to move the mirror around. <laughs> I'm I be don't be weird know.
1: about it. Yeah, and then Steph's
0: in the back seat, but so they roll up on Brand and they're like, Hey, do you need a ride? And he's like, No, I'm good, thanks. And Troy's like, no, let us give you a ride and grabs his arm Mm -hmm. and they like hold on to him and they start going really fast and then send him over flying over the edge of a cliff where he dies.
1: Yeah. I mean, he would die. He would die. They drive like 45 miles an hour with holding on to him on this tiny bike. Yeah. And throw him off a cliff.
0: Yeah. They go around a curve and he keeps going straight down like a
1: very wooded Mm. cliff at forty-five Edge. miles an hour. Big hill. Yeah. No helmet. No. <laughs> he does. He's dead. Rip,
0: rip. First and last movie ever.
1: <laughs> Josh <laughs> Josh Berlin. <laughs> Berlin. So the other boys are dragging their bikes up a hill and Chunk is complaining about it. Mm-hmm. And Mikey has a doubloon that has holes in it that perfectly line up with a rock, a lighthouse, and a restaurant. Mouth translates more of the map and they learn that they have to go one hundred paces north. Where the restaurant is that they can see. Yeah. So they take off in that direction.
0: Yeah. It's not to, not to just tear this apart, but it's like. Go for it. We have to go a hundred paces north. Oh, th- that is, that's where the restaurant is. It's like, so then just, they're counting the paces. It's like, I just know, walk like to the restaurant. To you know where restaurant. you're going. Yeah. Why did they take, but you know, also, I don't know. It's a fun pirate adventure. So they're like, come on, we got to do it right. You know, sure. you got to like. Yeah. And they're having fun with it. It's true. but So they get to the up to the restaurant but they're not quite like at it yet Mm -hmm. and they can see that somebody is there and they're all kind of like well yeah sure they're customers you know data's like two customers in polyester suits just went in yeah and chunk's like it's a summer place what are they doing there in the middle of winter yeah it's
1: too late in the year
0: right so they argue about it somebody says maybe they're drug
1: dealers and data's like please (laughs) look at their clothes no There's way no drug way. dealers would be caught in those polyester rags. So Which cute. is funny, but Mouth should have been the one to say that since he knows all about drugs. That's true. They just were like, oh, we haven't had data talk in a while. Maybe he should say something. <laughs> we haven't had him yell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they decide to go towards the restaurant anyway, but then they hear gunshots, maybe? Definitely. And they're arguing about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, It's definitely gunshots. But they're, you know, trying to justify it. it wasn't gunshots. It was a car backfiring. It was this some restaurant grease. I don't know. There's just yeah. regular restaurant noises.
1: Somebody dropped a pan. That's what it sounds like when you drop a pan. Yep. Although I did knock over the baby gate on our stairs the other day and we have hardwood floors and it was so loud. Yeah. Like. Did it fall all the way down? No, it just went down one, but I don't, it just hit it just right. And I was like, that (laughs) sounded like a gunshot. Sorry, everyone on the street. (laughs) (laughs) Is Stairwell mic'd up. What the fuck? I know. So they're heading towards the restaurant anyway. Yeah. And Trunk Trunk is like, please don't. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right. He's trying so hard but they won't listen. So he wanders off towards the garage and he sees the car in it mm-hmm. that he saw from the police chase and he's like there are bullet holes in the back of this car. This is definitely it. Yeah. So he tries to go run and stop them but they are already inside. And they walk in a couple feet and then Mama Fratelli closes the door behind them and is like, "What are you kids doing in mm-hmm. here?" And they all freak out.
1: Yeah, she sneaks in behind them and makes them sit at a table. Is like, oh, look, we have guests. Right. Like, Customers pre- to our restaurant. Yeah, pretending like it's a real restaurant. Mm-hmm. And she like threatens mouth with, she has like, she's holding his mouth and he sticks his tongue out. Yeah. She's got a switchblade. Oh, yeah. she has. A switch- that's what it was. She's I was like, like, we only serve tongue. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and they're all like, ah, we just want a glass of water. And so she's like, all right, I'll go. Which one of her sons come up, the older one, who yeah. escaped from jail and is like, Mama, why are they... They're speaking Italian, you know, but he's like, why are their kids in here? And she's yeah. like, these are our customers. Go get them some food. Yeah. And
1: he's like, this is not a fucking restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Basically. And then Mouth um, is like, no, I want the fettuccine alfredo. Yeah. He's being a little asshole about it. Yeah. Because he can't shut up. Nope. Can't help himself. Beep, beep, Mouth.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> But so once they've all sat down at a table and Mama wanders off, Trunk is like, guys, I saw the car in the garage you know
1: four-wheel drive
0: whatever he's saying about it you know yeah and this is bullet holes the size of matzo balls which is one of the best ones yeah um but they're like what are, you know shut up chunk nobody cares and then yeah. mama fratelli comes back and mikey's like actually i have to pee Which she's like can't you hold it i'm like why doesn't she just tell them to leave you know just go yeah oh, clearly we're not open yeah get out of here get out of here but she's I like don't know. yes you can use our bathroom it's downstairs on the right but stay to the right mm-hmm. And she's like yelling at him he's like No, no no i got it yeah whatever right <laughs> Part, uh, uh, yeah but so he gets down there and he pulls out the map and he's like okay willie i know that there's got to be some sort of tunnel down here or
1: you know the treasures yeah. down here or whatever yeah it's got to be under the restaurant somewhere and he when he's down
0: there he hears jake fratelli singing to this giant chained up monster
1: man uh-huh who's just sitting there watching tv yeah and
0: Mikey, like sits down on a mouse trap, but keeps it together, which I was like really impressed,
1: yeah, yeah, so he waits and Jake leaves, and he Mikey goes in the room and kind of sees the back of this big, scary dude and like a plate of food that he can't reach. so he tries to scoot the food over to him, but runs once he sees his face because it is oh a, a bit deformed. He just scary. yeah, so he goes back through the basement, up the stairs and right into the arms of Brand yep. It was just like, what are what are
0: you doing in here? You know, I told you to stay home. Yeah. And this at this point, Mom and Fratelli is just like, all of you get out right now. And they're like, okay, sorry. And they all leave.
1: Yeah. She's like, okay, five is too many.
0: <laughs> this one's big. <laughs> <laughs> this one's too big. So outside, Mikey is explaining, you know, I saw something. He's chained up in the basement. He's like a big monster. But Brand is like, you're so full of shit. Also, you're in so much trouble. I'm in trouble. Like, I'm going to kill you once I get you home safely. Yeah, we're all in trouble. But while they're all standing out there. They see their Fratellis dragging something big and man-shaped and wrapped in a tarp to the trunk of their car.
1: Yeah, it's probably a Popsicle. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, and Chunk and Mouth are like, we gotta go. Let's just go home. Like, this is weird.
0: Yeah, we're in... Like, before it was like a fun adventure and now there are gunshots and murderers and police chases involved. Yeah. But Mikey says, you know, what home? They're literally taking our house away tomorrow. Yeah, we don't have a home anymore.
1: Yeah, this This is... This is our last chance.
0: Yeah. And then... While they're watching the Fratellis drive away, somebody grabs them from behind, spooks everybody, but it's Andy and the girl from the back seat, whose name is Steph, but we don't learn that until later. Yeah. And they're like, hey. Your note here
1: says, Tina? <laughs> Tiffany? Tanya?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's definitely a T. And then like 30 seconds later, I was like, no, it's Stephanie, <laughs> which I was right. But um, the girls are like, you know, sorry, Troy was a jerk. We just wanted to apologize and make sure you guys were Okay.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Which is like, why were you in his car? And yeah. And they
1: were kind of helping him be a jerk. I don't know. The whole and then situation. what? You got him to drop you off in a field? Yeah. Outside of an abandoned restaurant? Yeah. What? Did they wander back? Or are
0: they like, let's follow the trail of broken trunks?
1: <laughs> to see where Bran's brand body left. Ended up, yeah. <laughs> so he tumbled down this... I follow know. the trail of blood. But so...
0: The younger boys want to go back in the restaurant, but it's locked, so they go up on the porch and then Mouth, is it Mouth? Yeah, Probably. and he's like, hang hey, out hey. pictures of your mom naked. Yeah, do you want to see them? Yeah, which makes Trunk, like, charge at him and Mouth just sidesteps and he crashes the door down.
1: Yep. And Brand goes inside to get Mikey, leaves the girls outside, but then they step on a rake. Yep. That has a dead fish on it. Yep. And that scares them. Yeah. So they go inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Inside, the boys are all trying to get Brand to let them explore, but he's like, no, we got
1: to go. Wait, I have a question. Did they see the Fratellis leave? Yes. They drove away. So they drove away? Okay. I guess I didn't see that part because I was like, why did they decide to go back in? Yeah. And why did the Fratellis just put them outside and then leave? Well, I don't know. (laughs) Like, if you're worried about them going in there... Yeah. do not you make sure they were gone? Oh, they locked the door. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they were
0: hiding in the tall grass.
1: I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't
0: either. Anyway. But so Andy is like, no, Brand, you should let them go down there and just stay with me. And Steph's like, I guess I'll watch. Yeah. She's like, I'll just stand here and watch. But so then they all go downstairs. Mm. I guess Brand is like, well, you can stay with me, but I'm going with my brother. I don't fucking know. I don't either. So they all go downstairs. Mikey takes them down to see it change to a wall mm-hmm. and they all freak out and they fall into a different room yep and mikey's like "Well, we have to get to the lowest point there has
1: to be something underneath here yeah this is and i think on the map it says this spot is like the hundred paces oh so okay. it's got to be below yeah yeah because it's not up here
0: so he picks up a poker from the fire and he just starts to try smashing the floor with mouth that's like you're gonna vibrate your fillings out <laughs> um and brand takes the poker from him and they argue and sh- like mikey says there is something buried under here josh oh i didn't <laughs> hear they that leave it in yeah that's funny it's actually apparently happens a couple times in the movie but they're just like whatever he's eight he's doing <laughs> his best <laughs> but um that was the one that i noticed so that was really cute
1: So Chunk finds um, like a water cooler Mm -hmm. and he is trying to drink the water out of it, which I'm like, this place is so gross. I would not drink any water that I found. No. But anyway, as he's drinking it, he manages to knock it over because he's a human klutz and they listen as they hear the water fall down. So they're like, okay, there is something under us because that's where the water is going. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it's probably a fucking sewer. Right. But okay. And so they watch the water go under the fireplace so they're like okay it's must be under there mm-hmm. and <laughs> andy is like obsessed with brand yeah already right from She's this like, moment he's
0: such a good big brother and stuff's like oh gross yeah but like you were just hanging out with troy and you're wearing troy's letterman jacket and w- again if there had been some, it, this definitely feels like a sequel because it feels like we're already supposed to know like andy and troy's relationship yes. and like why is Andy super obsessed with Brand? And Brand says that he's going on a date with her yeah. that weekend, so he can't get grounded. Right. So, like, it's not like they've never met. Yeah, they know each other. Like they go to different schools. They know each other. Like, they're planning to hang out. So, like, why is she even bothering with Troy if they'd given us some sort of insight of, like, oh, my parents want me to hang out with
1: Troy because he's rich. But we don't get any of that. No. <laughs> we just get. And we, why is Stephanie there? Like, we don't know any of it. Right. We don't it's fine doesn't make any
0: sense but anyway they go over to the fireplace and he just moves the whole fire which apparently was fake yeah there's a grate
1: there i guess it was not producing any heat nope because they touch all of it and it's not hot
0: yeah it's just for a show so bran lifts it up with his big muscles that he's been working on they come in handy hooray
1: yep they come in army
0: (laughs) 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 um and then they're about to Climb down in there, but then Data finds, bumps into a machine or turns it on and it's printing $50 bills and he's like, oh, freaking out. $50 bill. Yeah. This is the answer to all our
1: problems. We
0: just take all this money.
1: Yeah. Look at all this money. We can just take this. We can save, you know.
0: Save the goondocks. Yeah. Which is where they live. Which right. Which why they're called the Goonies. Sure. Which gets explained about 75% of the way into the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But Brand is like, you guys are stupid. This is counterfeit.
1: Yeah, it's just printed on like printer paper on one side. Yeah. Th- I'm sorry. Is this the mint? No, it's <laughs> not how this works. The U.S. Mint?
0: Yeah. So then Steph is just kind of wandering around poking stuff, I guess. And she finds a newspaper and it has the Fratellis across the front page. And it's like wanted for murders or whatever. And she's yeah. like, oh, I know these guys. They're the Fratellis. They're a band. Uh, yep. <laughs>
1: I saw them. That's so.
0: That's the show. Convenient. That they've, they have their own newspaper?
1: Yeah, that the newspaper is just sitting there. Yeah. Like, oh, these are those people. Yeah. Also, he just broke out of jail like two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd this newspaper come from? I don't know. What was he in the jail for?
0: For fun. So anyway, Trunk is like, fuck this. This is too spooky. There's too much happening. Like, yeah, you know, I'm leaving. But he's about to leave. And he walks past a big old walk-in freezer. And he's like, I smell ice cream. <laughs> yeah. She's like, through the... Okay. Uh, so he goes in there very it's excited. Because
1: he's fat, Meat Wedge. He's, that's the joke. He's not even that fat. He's not. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I guess that's
0: why they call him chunk. He's just a little chunky. Yeah, just a little husky. <sighs> he's so cute. But so he's going in there, he's like making up all these flavors of ice cream, so excited. And everybody else is staring at him and he's like, Why? What's going on? And then he realizes he's in there with a dead body. Mm-hmm. Which the Fratelli's are driving a fucking like hatchback SUV. They couldn't fit two bodies
1: in the back. They had to take them separately. Yeah. And put one all the way down there in that deep freeze. Yeah. Like it's really down in in there. Doesn't make any sense.
0: Anyway, they're all freaking out. But Mm -hmm. there's no time because the Fratellis are back. I guess they didn't go very far.
1: No. And they get the dead guy back in the freezer. But they don't realize that Trunk is like on the other side of him. Mm -hmm. So he's locked in the freezer too. Mm -hmm. The rest of the Goonies are going to sneak out up the stairs but Mikey's like listen the only way out is through the fireplace. There's no way we're going to be able to get past them. Yeah. And so they're like you know what? You're right. Yep. So So down they go. They all climb down.
0: Into the fireplace. Trunk is still stuck in the freezer.
1: Yeah. It doesn't it isn't until all of them get down that they're like wait where's Trunk? Yep. Oh he's still in the freezer. (laughs) He's been quiet for too long. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard a complaint. But they don't abandon
0: him outright. I was really worried that they were just like well I guess he's dead. (laughs) They just kind of hang in there. And the Fratellis come in, argue a bunch, and then leave again. And then they're like, Junk, we're over here. Which Chunk just like leaves the deep freezer. And I'm like, I thought he was locked in there. But he, yeah, he's he, not. he could have the left door. it anytime. Yeah. Whatever. But so he, they call him over to the fireplace. And they're like, you go get the police. Tell them what's going on. Yeah, We're going to go explore this tunnel that we just found. And he
1: climbs out a basement window. Yeah, he tells them, OK, I couldn't fit down there anyway. About the hole in the floor. Right. But he does later. And also he fits out the basement window. Yeah. And so
0: does Sloth, who yeah. is a six and a half foot man. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Whatever. He <laughs> I goes. Guess he's just trying to like the opposite of sour grapes. Yeah. The situation where he's like, yeah, I don't even want to go down there on your stupid pirate adventure. Actually, um, <laughs> it's okay. I don't. I'll just go. <laughs> yeah. I'm important. I have to call the police.
1: Right. So he leaves out the basement window while everyone else continues down the tunnel they found mm-hmm. under the fireplace.
0: Yeah. Uh, Down there, Steph is whining a lot, and her glasses are broken.
1: She's having a rough time. It's true. That's her whole reason for being there. Yep.
0: And then we see that Chunk has made it to the road. It's dark now. Yeah. And he runs out in front of a car. He's waving his arms. No, I'm just a little kid. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm just a kid. Stop. (laughs) And so a car pulls over and he explains, you know, me and my friends just had a run in with the Fratelli's over at that restaurant over there. It's all boarded up. I know exactly what each one of them looks like. I could describe them in detail, Mm -hmm. freaking out, take me to the police. And then the driver of the car switches on the light, and we see that it's Jake Fratelli. And Chuck's like, ah. <laughs> yep. And Jake starts sn- singing, and Francis, the other brother, jumps out and grabs him. And
1: why does he start singing? Throws him in the trunk. Uh, to be intimidated? Yeah, he yeah. likes
0: it. He thinks it's
1: sure. spooky.
0: Apparently, Chunk's little prayer was improvised by Jeff Cohen, the yeah. kid who plays Chunk. It was just really cute. He just yeah. was like, "Okay, here I go." It's all because it's all in Hebrew. Yeah. So. Yep. I just thought I, I just like when they like. Are like, leave. you know, yeah, you got it. You're a little Hebrew child, <laughs> you know what to say <laughs> in this
1: situation, sure. Um, why did they leave again? The fratellis, I don't know because maybe they, they got the freezer ju- guy now, just the, got there. Maybe they've maybe. Made up the other
0: man, yeah, because don't they? They throw Chunk in the back seat, and the oh, guy's yeah, back with there the other again. guy, yeah, yeah okay. so they were going to drop him off somewhere, whatever. Yeah, who knows? I don't know why they couldn't go at the same
1: time. Clearly, you can fit two bodies in the back of the car, clearly, because Chunk is back there. Anyway, down in the tunnel, Mouth looks up and somebody says, like, Mouth, don't you know what any of these are? Because you're your dad's it's a
0: deaf, yeah. plumber. Yeah. She hates him so much.
1: Yeah. So he's like, yeah, these are all a drainage and blah, blah, blah. He points out the different pipes and he's like, if we make enough noise, someone will hear it and come down. Yeah. And save us. But they make so much of a racket that they, like mess up the astoria county club which i guess they're under yeah somehow even though they haven't gone that far
0: no (laughs) (laughs) they went like 10 feet and now they're in this really nice like part of town where the country club presumably is yeah also aren't they gonna bulldoze mikey and brand's house and neighborhood for a country club they already have one how many country clubs do you need in astoria
1: how many countries are there i guess i don't know The whole thing doesn't make any sense. Um But they yeah, they do. start pulling on the pipes and stuff and it just like messes up the county club. Yeah. Country club.
0: Yeah. Fucking like, up the water fountains, backs yeah. up the shower, shower. Yanks the like handles out of the showers and breaks all the tile, which I'm like, they're just banging on it. They're yeah.
1: not. Hey, I don't know. Who put this together? The, yeah. <laughs> Mouse dad. Yeah. By himself. Mickey Mouse operation up here. <laughs> <laughs> but they managed to blast a hole in the wall.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of water, and yeah. so it blasts the dirt away. And they're like, "Oh, we can go this way." Um, up top, Mama Fratelli is threatening to stick Chunk's hand in a blender if she doesn't tell him everything.
1: Which he does. He's like, "Yeah, here's what
0: happened." He immediately is yeah. like, "My friends are in the fireplace." <laughs> yeah, and they're like, <laughs> "They're all like right. that's bullshit." <laughs>
1: it's like no he just has one of
0: those faces but so francis says tell us everything and chung's like all right i'll talk in the first grade and he just admits to every bad thing he's ever done
1: yeah and they listen yep they don't stop him no. they're like huh okay yeah mm-hmm. that part's just, that part's really funny it
0: is they're kind yeah. of looking at each other but they're just like oh huh. eventually maybe he'll tell us something that we want to know yeah underground the goonies have found a lantern and also a skeleton trapped under a giant boulder yeah which andy starts freaking out and then steph goes and calms her down it's very gay and data is like this has to be chester copper pot
1: yeah who else would be down here he came down here he went missing and you know never came back so it must be him right and they find his
0: wallet and it is <laughs> mikey also finds like a lou gehrig baseball card yeah which is worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars oh. but he's like Lou garrick but oh no i know just like there's your money right there That's although it has joke. been down here in a gross tunnel so probably not worth
1: well, i don't know maybe the air much anymore was it's perfect pers- for preserved it. preservation <laughs> you never know
0: yeah but so they're kind of freaking out because they're like yeah he's yeah like you said he's supposed to be an expert and he died down here we're just a bunch of kids
1: Yep. i just i don't understand
0: why Kei Hui Kwan was not in every movie in the 80s. He's so
1: fucking cute. Yeah. You have a note here that says, why didn't everyone want him in their movie? Yeah. Was there like an issue where people didn't? He just didn't work after this. Like. He was in. Not by choice? No. Yeah. Nobody just. Because, you know, what... sometimes kid stars are like, I don't want to do that anymore.
0: Yeah. I think he just. I think that's what he was saying. Like. He just didn't he get He couldn't jobs. find any work up until like everything everywhere all at once. Or no, he was in a movie before that. No, it was because I was reading like an article that he made that movie, but it hadn't like, you know, come out yet. He just like finished, yeah, you know, rap, like filming or whatever. And he was like, and then I lost my health insurance because mm-hmm. I didn't have a job and nobody wanted to hire me. And I just, I mean, like, what else has he been in? Has he been in a bunch of other stuff?
1: I feel like, no, I mean, I just, not that I know of. It feels like he did those two movies and then, yeah, disappeared. Exactly.
0: Like, I feel like you would have seen him. The way that you saw, like, Corey Feldman in every fifth, you know, movie in the 80s. And you just didn't
1: see him in a bunch of things. And Um, I, I mean, I wanted him to be in everything. And he he should have been. Especially because we're going to talk about it later and I'm sure I'll complain about it again. And we texted about it earlier where I was like, the acting in this movie is really bad. Yeah. And you were like, well, they are kids. And I was like, we have seen good acting from kids many times. And... He does a great job in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom.
0: Yeah, he's even younger in that one.
1: I know. That one came out a year before and he yeah. is, he does great. He does. Corey Feldman does great in Stand By Me. Yeah, it's true. You know, Sean Astin is a great, like, all of these kids are good actors in other stuff, which leads me to believe that this was the directing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. It feels very rushed. In the writing, yeah. Yeah. Because Kehoi Kwan does such a good job. He in really does. Temple of Doom.
0: Yeah. So it, I'm just checking his Wikipedia right here, and it does say, um, yeah, that he was in Temple of Doom, and then then in the Goonies, and then he just did like some Taiwanese movies, some Japanese movies. So he did a couple more things as a child. Yeah. Uh, he's in Encino Man for a little bit, but mostly like Taiwanese. Movies and stuff like that yeah and then it says as an adult he found it difficult to find acting work in the United States so he eventually quit acting and enrolled in the film program
1: at USC oh but I just I
0: just want him to be in literally everything
1: I know this we have talked about it before and I've probably said it on air but like when he lost his health insurance we were talking about it and I was like he was in Temple of Doom and the Goonies both just like iconic yeah American movies like we as a country should pay his bills. Yeah. Like we owe him for so much nostalgia. Yeah. No matter how much shit I talk about either one of these movies. Yeah. Like it is still embedded in our culture and he deserves to be taken care of. I agree. <laughs> anyway. Tangent. Anyway. um,
0: So Mikey finds a bunch of candles in Copperpot's stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, these might come in handy later. And he hands them all to Data. We see one of them says dynamite down the side, but they all look exactly the same. Whose idea was
1: that bad? I don't know. But I also love that Data, who clearly has the fullest pockets, (laughs) they're like, here, hold these 15 giant candles also. (laughs) He's the only one with a backpack. That's true.
0: (laughs) but so data says i'm gonna go set some booty traps (laughs) and they're like booby traps like that's what i said
1: that's what i said booty traps
0: booty traps so while they're sitting there mikey's like oh hey there's a cord kind of buried you know hidden under this sand yeah he picks it up and pulls it which set off which sets off a bunch of one-eyed willies booty Booty traps traps. yeah
1: yeah
0: um and they're like oh shit you know time to go a bunch of boulders start falling start falling from the ceiling of the tunnel but they do escape them in time they crawl through a hole make it to a different part of the tunnel yeah where they are then beset upon by bats yeah i think it's at this point in the movie where data says holy s-h-i-t yeah because
1: he promised his mom that he wouldn't swear that's so cute We know (laughs) i love that he's like clearly in peril and he's like wait let me spell this out
0: yeah because i don't want my real life mom to be mad at me i know that's sweet so then, back up in the restaurant, Trunk is confessing to dumping fake puke on moviegoers at the movies, making a bunch of people throw up on themselves.
1: Which is really funny. Yeah. And just, like, out of character for him, I feel like. That he would do that? Yeah, because he seems like, you know, a goofy sort of idiot who's like, you know scared of stuff and focused on food he doesn't seem like the prankster yeah or like the mean one but it is a funny story
0: it's a funny story and he's crying the whole time yeah the (laughs) worst thing i ever did (laughs) um jake's like i'm starting
1: to like this kid (laughs) yeah they're like oh yeah
0: but mom is like no that's up he's not telling us anything useful i'm sick of it she's Mm -hmm. like all right your little pudgy fingers are going in the blender put it on turn it on puree and he's like, no, please! But just then, all the bats come flying out of the fireplace mm-hmm. and attack them. And they're like, well, "What do you know? The kid was telling the truth." Yeah, like, yeah, he told you first. Thing, they didn't even go check it out. He was like, "My friends are in the fireplace,"
1: and they're like, "No, no, he's no, they're not." <laughs> okay. So down in the tunnel, Mikey is bold and is like, "Hey, hold my hand to Andy because they're like walking through a spooky I know. part,"
0: which is cute of him to be like, "Hey, if you're afraid, you know you." you can hold my hand but i'm like that's your brother's maybe girlfriend or whatever she is whatever she is
1: yeah and then they like get through this one part and they see a bunch of like shiny stuff like glinting in the Mm -hmm. sunlight and they're like oh this waterfall is full it's a beautiful waterfall and there's money everywhere there's gold we
0: did it the rich stuff here it is yeah the movie's over yep the end Nice. No, it's not. <laughs> they're at the bottom of a wishing fountain, mm-hmm. which I guess is just literally a well that people yeah. throw money down. Yeah. And there's like 28 bucks. Yeah. It's all like pennies mostly. Yeah. At this point, I was like, I feel like Steph has a crush on Mouth because of the way that she talks to him. Yeah. Because she's like, mean to him. Gross. What are the age differences of these children? But I looked it up and the actress who played Steph, Martha Plimpton, is only like eight months older
1: than Corey Feldman.
0: Oh, yeah. So even though like... They Might be like in the movie, like a couple of years. I was like, they're the same, like it's fine,
1: yeah. I mean, I think at most the Goonies are like in eighth grade, yeah. And the rest of them are in 10th grade, right you now. Like, the, they're not, like not a that huge difference, far okay. apart, yeah,
0: yeah. And definitely one of those things that, like, if they got married like 20 years, or 10 years later, everybody be like, Oh, who cares? Yeah, no one would think twice
1: about it, not a
0: big deal. But Steph says, You can't take this money, these are somebody else's dreams somebody else's wishes but mouth said well this one he picks up 10 cents this one this is my wish and it didn't come true so i'm taking it back what he's wet the whole time
1: that's so cheesy what are you talking about
0: like there's like water running down his face actively (laughs) while he's talking
1: and it's also like it's very cheesy what where did that come from and why what are you talking about what dreams
0: Yeah. <laughs> which dream yeah which one I, yeah this is what the first about? time
1: he has been this like angsty yeah it's not in character for him
0: yep I agree up top mama tells Jake and Francis to go stick chunk in with their brother yeah and as they're jostling him around the doubloon falls out of his pocket
1: why did he have it don't know I didn't think he had it
0: but yeah and Jake is immediately like this is authentic yeah, well, he, you know, is
1: a... A bad guy. <laughs> archaeologist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, at the top of the well, Troy is talking to his friends. Yeah, they're just leaning on the well. Like, like you cool do. guys. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, the friends are like, oh, did you make it with A&D? And he's like, well, I haven't made it, but let's just say I'm gonna. <laughs> okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And so then he's like, uh, "Here's here's this coin," and he tosses it down the well. And his friends are like, "What do you what did you wish for?" And he's like, "To make it with Andy." And then they all laugh, like the most cartoonishly
1: cartoon eighties villains. Yeah, that they are. But they're dressed like it's the fifties. Yeah, they're very. That's weird. Anyway, the coin comes right back up. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, "What?"
0: <laughs> yeah. So they're like, "Hey,
1: who's down there?" And Andy's like, "It's me." And
0: he's like, "Andy." And she's like, "Yeah." And they have pull us up so we finds the do come true oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> god so punchable uh back at the <laughs> restaurant the Fratellis locked chunk up with their brother and i love the way that chunk is talking to francis yeah he's like tying to this chair he goes why are you locking me here what's the matter (laughs) like they're friends yeah you know like they're not like what what did i say what is what's what are you doing francis yeah you're my bro like he cannot fathom (laughs) what is happening right now and francis is kind of like hey it's not too tight like you're you're all right and he goes
1: yes it is (laughs) it's
0: just like the disbelief that this is happening to him yeah like he's so funny he's just
1: inconvenienced. yeah not like in deep shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: it like these they're all bros and this prank is going a little bit too
1: far. Yeah. Like, what are you what are you doing, man? What? Knock it off. Thought we were just joking around. It's just so funny.
0: So anyway, um, it's just Trunk and Sloth sitting there together, and Trunk introduces himself. My name's Lawrence. Yeah. What's your name? Mm-hmm. And we see he turns around and looks at him, and Trunk, you know, gets really scared. Yeah. Because Sloth, Sloth is, is scary looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's happened several times in this movie, but when Chunk gets super scared, he's opens his mouth and no sound comes out at all. Yeah. It's the Um, only
1: time he's quiet. Yeah. (laughs) It's just really funny. He's like
0: a fish gasping for air. It's just so
1: funny. Scared, speechless. But the big guy thinks that Chunk is hilarious. He is. So down in the well, Andy is getting ready to get in the bucket so that she can get pulled up. And they're arguing over like, who's going to go first and next and whatever. But Mikey says mikey stops and he's like listen chester copperpot was an expert and we have already made it farther than he did yeah we have a real chance here Mm -hmm. and he gives a weird inspirational speech yeah
0: our parents you know they're doing their best up there because up there it's our time it's their time but it's our time down here down here it's our time (laughs) it's like who
1: wrote this sean astin goonies never say die Okay, what does that mean? Yeah. And where does it come from? Because, oh, no. again, it feels like a sequel uh-huh. where it's like, oh, yeah, this ties back into yeah. the last time where they survived something together and they didn't give up. Because, like, truly, they haven't really been through that much yet besides being in a weird tunnel. Yeah, not And that... seeing one skeleton. Right. <laughs> so like... either
0: they do this kind of stuff all the time, mm-hmm. which they do not allude to at all. Nope. Or this is the first time they've ever done anything like this, which is more likely. And they're not sufficiently rattled by it. (sighs) It doesn't make, yeah, he says Goonies never say die. And they're like, yeah, (laughs) but he's like, you know, we can't, we can't go up in
1: Troy's bucket. (laughs) Then it's all over. Why did the band choose to be the Fratellis and not Troy's bucket? (laughs) bucket. (laughs) That's my new band name. But yeah, he's like, we're all gonna have to move away and be in different places. Mm-hmm. The next so, time you see
0: the sky, it'll be under a different
1: city. And the next time we go to school, it'll be—it's like, what? What really? Everyone's moving like away, away. I guess. Why not just to another house in the same town? I don't know. So everyone in that group lives in the same part they live of in town. The
0: goondocks?
1: And they all have to move. I guess. <laughs> and like, whose parents are doing what? Because we only really see. Brandon Mikey's mom yeah we mean until the end mouth Mal- we see mouth's dad who's a plumber yeah and he's got like a truck so he has a job but nobody else seems to be like that frazzled about it nobody else is packing no one else's parents are like <laughs> upset I don't know it just feels misplaced yeah because they're yeah
0: <laughs> the Walsh house is the only one that like Troy perkins's dad is like ha- harassing right and yeah everybody else seems to be fine you know uh, spoilers but mikey doesn't really bring home enough money to save everybody's house yeah so but nobody else is concerned he's like this is the money that i brought so we can save the house it seems like the other kids are just in it to help mikey and brand like save their
1: house but like the way that they talk about it is like we're all gonna be under a different sky yeah what i don't know well and because data says in the beginning he's like where's detroit that's where we're moving oh yeah yeah I don't know <laughs> why <laughs> it's very confusing it doesn't make any sense anyway so they they send up Troy's sweater instead of anybody else because they've been convinced by this very confusing inspirational speech they're all like Mikey must have a head injury so we've got to stay down here with <laughs> and so the sweater goes up and apparently that's a real kick in the teeth
0: they're all <laughs> these three dudes are pulling up this bucket mm. chuckling the whole time even though Troy's the only one who's supposedly going to get to have sex with Andy, I guess. I don't yeah, know. make it. But So they're like... <laughs> and then they pull up the bucket and it just has his Letterman jacket, sweater thing, like, draped over it. And the other two dudes just kind of, like, back away. Like, uh, Troy's going to explode. Yeah. They're like... Ugh. And then Troy, like, picks up his sweater and then yells down the well and is like, Andy, you goonie! Uh. Which, again is not enough information yeah I don't is Andy a part of this group is Troy trying to get her away from this group
1: yeah
0: it definitely does feel like a sequel Mm -hmm. where it's like he's trying to be like you're better than that and you shouldn't hang out with them anymore
1: yeah and like maybe her dad is trying to get her like you said earlier to like hang out with the rich kids or whatever
0: yeah and like you're not a goonie you're better than that or whatever but no but so Troy knows that they're all called the goonies
1: yeah confused I am confused
0: also, how how did they not realize that they weren't pulling up a human person? Yeah, she in this weighs bucket?
1: one point five pounds. <laughs>
0: what's what's Andy weigh? Roughly the same as a sweater. <laughs> she doubles
1: her body weight when she wears my sweater.
0: <laughs> so, back up in the restaurant, Chunk is like, "Hey, are you hungry?" and tries to give Sloth a baby Ruth that he just had in his pocket. Yep, yeah. and he drops it and sloth gets so mad that he pulls his chains out of the wall yep meanwhile the fratellis have gone down in the fireplace Mm -hmm. tunnel Mm -hmm. and are following along but keep stepping on data's little booty traps which i they just seem like the little snap guys that you yeah the little firecracker things yeah. yeah oh and then sloth finally introduces himself to trunk says you know my name's sloth well he says sloth Right, me he sloth. You junk. Yeah, junk. Uh, and then they feed each other the halves of this baby Ruth, and it's very uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> it is. Instead of just like he breaks it in half, but then they like feed each other the other halves. Yeah, it's a bonding moment, I guess. I guess.
0: So then down in the tunnel, Mikey uses a key that they found in Chester Copperpot's pockets.
1: I don't even remember that happening.
0: Uh, yeah. It's like got like, again, like three holes on it. And he has to find there's just, like a wall with little rocks on it. Oh, and he yeah. Puts the key on the. Yeah. But once he does that, like some rocks like come and like clamp around his hand. So he's stuck with his hand in the wall. Yeah. Which is just like let go of whatever. It's just a hole like
1: whoop. Yeah, just, pull just your hand let out. your little hand out there. It's, like in yeah, the little- Alarm.
0: Where he gets the his hand stuck in the Pringles. It's like sometimes you just gotta let those ones at the bottom go, man. <laughs> but yeah, and then they send a it sends a huge ball rolling towards them. Mm-hmm. And they do nothing to get out of the way of it. They all just stand there and yell. Yep.
1: And then data falls down a hole.
0: This would have been the perfect time to put Mikey's Rube Goldberg knowledge to use. Yeah. This jo- it's a callback to the bowling ball earlier from right. his yard. And this yeah. would have been the perfect time for him to be like, oh, you know mouth grab that and put it over there and do something like make a series of things happen but they all just stand there and they're like ah Mm -hmm. and then data falls down a hole
1: but he's saved because he has some novelty teeth on a spring and they grab a rock ledge before he can fall all the way down yeah in his sleeve
0: pinchers of peril but while data's hanging down from his pinchers of peril he says there's another room down here yeah so that must be the way to go i guess back up Top side, chunk mm-hmm. tries to call the police and he just starts saying you know i'm in the restaurant there the fratellis are here yada 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 but the sheriff is like wait a minute lawrence is this you mm-hmm. and immediately is like oh is this like the time you know so his lying has gotten yeah in his way yet again
1: yeah the police officer does not believe him mm-hmm. whatsoever. so sloth meanwhile hears his own echo down in the fireplace yeah and decides to go investigate yep Chunk's like, no, that's just you. That's yeah. just your echo. And he's like, yay. Okay. <laughs> so he goes
0: down. Yeah. Down in the tunnels, they're all in the same room again. So I don't know if they pulled Data up or somehow found a way down to where Data is. But uh, they're all together again. I don't know. But they all have to pee at the same time.
1: Yeah. They're like, this is a little girl's room. Here's a little boy's room. Yeah. Brand says, I'm going to the men's room. Yeah. And so then Mouth and Data say they're going to the men's room too. Yes. <laughs> We got to pee together.
0: Uh, Sloth and Chunk have come to the pipes, which are wiggling
1: still. Like they started something bad. Yeah. I don't know. But Sloth shoves some up into the ceiling and we hear a car crash. Yep. And some screaming. So, I mean, I don't think those cars should have been driving in the country club anyway.
0: (laughs) What were you doing in the shower? In your car. (laughs) Get out of there. Back down in the tunnels, Andy decides that this is the moment that she needs to kiss Brand. Steph is like, what are you doing? And Andy's like, no, no, no. I know what I'm doing. So she's like, Brand, come over here. Over in the men's tunnel where they're still all peeing. Brand is like, would you go see what she's griping about? Yeah. Which is like, aren't you trying to like date this girl? This is girl? the only
1: time that he's grumpy also. I know. Like, he never does this. This is also out of character. I know. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess I could understand that he's like, look, I'm... We are in the weirdest situation and I have to look out for my little brother who insists on carrying on in this. Yeah. Si- but like he doesn't he doesn't like snap you know and then be like oh sorry you know, whatever he's just like go see what she's griping about like a it, it is it's very out of character yeah, like
1: it's just for the scene
0: yeah he likes her and he's very caring. they should have figured out some other way yeah to make this happen without
1: making Bran look like a jerk um they're gonna she wants to kiss in the pee tunnel I know <laughs> Gross! gross. <laughs> I just peed right here. Come so I'm over standing here. in my pee. Come yeah. smooch me.
0: Uh, but Brand sends Mikey, who goes over there, and Andy's like, "I'm waiting here alone in the dark with my eyes closed." And Mikey doesn't go. It's me, Mikey. He just wanders over, and she grabs him and wow. smooches him.
1: I wonder what's gonna happen. I know. So weird.
0: <sighs> uh, Steph, who has been the whole time, been like, "Oh, gross! You guys are gross. I don't want to see this. That's gross." Wanders over to where Andy is To be like well, this one I'm watching Yeah, And it's like haha that was Mikey I mean, She doesn't say that but doesn't... She just laughs about it Does yeah. nothing Mikey wanders away she's like that way lover boy And then Andy's like that was amazing And Steph's like yeah you should try it with your eyes open next time It's a whole different experience
1: Yeah and then she's like does Brand wear braces <laughs> <laughs> Also <laughs> watch out for the hole I think that Brand was standing in it Because <laughs> he was shorter And smaller you might have noticed. Anyway, the whole scene, you didn't need it. No.
0: Because Brand wants to kiss Andy and Andy wants to kiss Brand. This is not like a hard to get sort of thing. It wasn't a particularly romantic location. They literally got separated to pee. Yeah. It would have made more sense in the sparkling Wishing Well waterfall. Like that was at least a cute location. Sure. But you didn't need like the subterfuge of like, Bran, come help me. I'm in the dark with my. Like, they wanted to smooch the whole time. Yeah. They
1: almost did earlier. Also, it's not funny. No. That she kissed Mikey instead. Right. He's a kid. It just isn't funny. I don't know. Like, I think they just wanted it to be like, haha. But it's just not. It's not funny. It's unnecessary. And it doesn't add anything. Yeah. Anyway. To the
0: shmovie. Moving um, on. We are. Sexman. <laughs> we see the Fratellis. Who are still chasing them through the tunnels. Yep. And they find a rope where I guess the other kids tied a rope and shimmied
1: down to get data. Yeah. Is what we learned after the fact. Sure. I don't know where they got the rope. Dog pocket.
0: Dog pocket. Andy wants to smooch more, I guess. She's like, Brand, come over here. And he says, are you crazy? They're
1: here. Yeah. And they just stand there and stare at them for a second. Yeah. And then she yells. Like, he yells, are you crazy? They're here. And then she yells and he gets mad at her for yelling. Yeah. And then they all start running into a tunnel that looks like a skull.
0: (laughs) It's also full of piss. (laughs) Piss skull. (laughs) The kids are walking through more tunnels and they come to a bridge made out of a ship's mast, it looks like. And it's very slippery. So it's very slow going. They do their best. They get to the other side. Data stops halfway and he's like, wait, I have a great idea. Slick shoes. And he pushes a little button and the backs of his little shoe
1: soles open and... Yeah, he puts oil all over the piece of wood. Mm -hmm. He's just been walking around with oil in his shoes all day. All day. (laughs) Sorry, I can't come to work. I got oil feet. (laughs) And then
0: the kids get a little ways away and light all their candles and they come to a room with a big old bone organ.
1: Mm -hmm. A bone organ. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You just set that up like you were
0: going to say more, and then you did it. <laughs> it's
1: just, is it another penis joke? I don't think so. Boat
0: organ. I think it's supposed to look like spooky and piratey. It's a big organ. It's made out of bones. There's a skeleton attached to it staring down at them. They're all like, ugh. The yeah. keys are made of fingers, I guess. I don't know. Where? Whose body is this? <laughs> Who built
1: this? Who built this? How many people were on that boat? I don't know. Well, I'd really had some free time. <laughs>
0: The Fratelli brothers try to cross the mast bridge, but they fall on their nuts and then get washed away because all of a sudden there's a bunch of water.
1: It's all the piss. <laughs> <laughs> it washed down I guess from where it's they peed
0: from the pipes that piss. they broke.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they broke the seal. <laughs> the piss. It's all the country club piss. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, rich piss. That's the rich stuff. In (laughs) liquid gold. (laughs) In the bone room, Mouth
0: is once again reading... He's been reading the map the whole time and translating the Spanish on it and says, we have to play the notes in the right order or else we will be muerto, we'll be dead. Which is very interesting Mm -hmm. because the poem rhymes in English, but it is written in Spanish. (laughs) I know, I I just thought to you. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense, but okay. (laughs) Nope. And I mean, Willie is not like... (laughs) Maybe he was just like, I would if I wrote it in Spanish. That would be funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I just had this thought, too, because aren't they in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah. That's not was not an area established by the Spanish. Or pirates. Or pirates. Yeah. Like that's there, not. There weren't
0: pirates in that area because the pirates went from like the Caribbean to like Europe to. Yeah. They were in the the South America's Atlantic, not the Pacific to Africa. Yeah. No pirates on the other side. <laughs> That ocean is a lot bigger and meaner. And
1: so. colder. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyway. It doesn't have to make sense. They make Andy play the piano because she took,
0: took lessons, lessons once.
1: When she was four. Mm-hmm.
0: But she, So she's like, okay, here's the first chord. And a door starts to open. So they're like, you're doing it. Keep going. You're doing mm-hmm. great. Because it's like a, a drawbridge type of door. And they yeah. need to come all the way down so that they can mm-hmm. go on to the next room. Sure. But her second chord is wrong, and a huge chunk of the floor starts to fall away. Mikey, And they nearly lose mouth, but they all grab him and pull him back up.
1: Data is at the mouth of the tunnel. Yeah. From where they just came. And he sees that the Fratellis are finally climbing out of the piss water. And he's like, what should I do? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, nothing. get away from them. They're yeah, going to grab you, dude. Get away. Yeah. Stop standing so close to them. Andy plays another wrong note, and they nearly lose Brand that time. But then Mikey... Is like, I believe in you. Yeah, he
0: just looks her right in the eyeballs. He's like, listen, I know you can do this. Don't fuck up again. She's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Um, Data goes to check on the Fratellis again, but he can't find them. Oh, they're gone. No worries. They just left. They, <laughs> they gave up. up.
1: They, it's lunchtime. They're on break. <laughs> Change their mind. Mu- oh, no. There
0: they are. And they grab him. What do you know? But apparently he had an entire spring-loaded boxing glove in his jacket. Yep. And boom, they get punched. They slip back down back into the river data's coat has got to weigh like 50 pounds
1: yeah and then they added all those candles to it he's so strong yep data runs back to the other kids and makes andy smash the keys so they can't make any more mistakes and like they're all kind of stuck in the middle part now the fratellis can't get to them yeah you know and then she plays the last note it's the right one the bridge opens and they make it across hooray and the fratellis are stuck you know on the other side of the hole in the floor
0: yep they go down this super long like water slide mm-hmm. tunnel
1: and end up in a big cave. Yeah. The way that Steph is just spinning head over heels <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> that's me. On a water slide. Whoa, whoa, the few whoa. times I've been on a water slide I don't know how but I've managed to do it wrong. <laughs> and I just that's what I do the whole time. And I get to the bottom and I'm in the water and I'm like I don't know which way is up. And I almost die. It's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised, but... <laughs> like, how do you slide down a tunnel wrong? I don't know, but <laughs> I'll do you it. you just put your feet first and that's it? I know. One time I did it on, like, a tube, like, an inner tube. Yeah. And it just flipped around and I went down backwards the whole way. I Why? Oh, that's weird. I don't, I don't know. know. You Must built... be my big old brain. You built wrong. <laughs> built wrong. The gravity is weird around me. That's true. So they've made it
0: and they see One-Eyed Willy's ship and it's really there and they found it! Woo! Which is really exciting. It is actually a whole ship. That's cool. Like they built it. Yeah. Um. It's very cool. They tried to give it to like anybody who was a part of the movie when they were done. And everybody's like, the hell am I supposed to do with that? So then they just had to take it apart. Yeah. Like where am I going to put that? <laughs> dismantled it. I guess parts of it though ended up in like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland, oh, which cool. is really cool. Yeah. Um. But they didn't want any of the kids to see the ship before filming. They wanted it to get their like real reaction. But unfortunately, sometimes when you do that, you get stuff you can't use because they walked in and Josh Brolin went, "Holy shit!" And they were like, "Well, now we have to do it again." <laughs>
1: but also, they cursed the
0: whole time in the I know. movie. And they could have just left it in, yeah.
1: But it's um, weird that they felt like they needed to
0: take that one out. Yeah, like not that one. They, they were like, "Look, we're going for reverence, not like <laughs> not cursing." Shock. Yeah. Back in the bone room, Mama Fratelli <laughs> is just like, "Look,
1: there's a ledge. We can just go around." Yeah, and, and they're like, ah, but it's not even, like, a narrow ledge. They just walk around. Yeah, they're pretty fine. big. Yeah. And, yeah, the kids get to the ship, and they're on it, and they're running around. You know it's so cool? I love pirate ships. I just, I just do. Yeah, they're cool. They're very, um, like, ornate and elaborate, yeah. and, like, lots of nooks and crannies and details and stuff, yes. which is cool. I love nooks and crannies. Yeah. The SS nook and cranny. <gasps> so Data, of course, falls through to Below Deck. He starts talking in third person for some reason he he hasn't been up to this point. No. And, and
0: he stops. Yeah.
1: Immediately after this.
0: Mm-hmm. It's very strange. It's like maybe they thought he was he should have through the movie and then they forgot to change this one line, but like you're allowed to do it again. Yeah. You could stop. I do like what he says though cuz he's really frustrated. He just mm-hmm. says, "Data is quite tired of falling and Data's tired of skeletons." <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so everyone is on the ship and angry at Mikey because there's no gold and yeah. it's his fault. Yeah, it's Mikey's fault. Yeah. But Andy just randomly pulls a rope. It releases a trapdoor in the ceiling. There's like sparkly words, but nobody looks at them. Yeah.
0: They're just like, oh, that's the way. Mikey says, oh, there's Willie. So they are supposed to go through there, but nobody reads the words out loud. So we yeah. don't know.
1: But yeah, they're supposed to be. They smash just smash through and smash they it. go up to the captain's quarters, I guess, basically. Uh-huh. And uh, there's all the gold and jewels and all the rich stuff. And yeah they found it old one-eyed bones mikey moves the eye eye patch patch and he just has bone where his eye is yeah that's not he never had an eye that's not how that works
0: what if you just never have one because your skeleton grew wrong
1: (laughs) Is that how it? I've never. I don't <laughs> think that's how it works. I think you would still have a hole in your skull. You just wouldn't have the eyeball. Itself. It's the only way that they could be like this was one-eyed Willie when he's just on?
0: bones. Lots of pirates wear eye patches for fun. Yeah, actually, uh, Mythbusters Mythbusters did a thing about it where it's like if you keep one eye in the dark, and then if you then you switch the eye patch, the eye that is ac- your one eye is already acclimated to
1: the dark. Oh, so you don't have to wait. That's smart.
0: Yeah, it's a really cool episode because they have like an obstacle course where, you know, they do it in the dark the first time. Yeah. And they're stumbling and tripping over shit, and then the second time they do it when they've had an eye patch on for like an hour or whatever and they just like breeze right through it because huh. like, I can see already.
1: That's cool. Yeah. My mom told me she had to wear an eye patch when she was a kid. Yeah. Because one of her eyes was stronger than the other, so they were trying to like toughen up the weak one. <laughs> so they covered up her strong eye to get her weak eye to like Yeah. Make up for it. It didn't work. No, it seems like it would just weaken your strong eye. Yeah. That's, she was very blunt. <laughs> <laughs> like, just get glasses
0: with two different prescriptions yep. in the two different lenses. Otherwise, you end up with a. What's that guy from the West
1: Memphis 3? Oh, uh, Damien Eccles.
0: Yeah, you end up with that situation where your muscles atrophy because they're not getting used. Yeah. Not how it works. I don't know. Science? Well, it was the 60s. You know what you're going to do? Uh, nothing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, so Mikey's the only one in this room for a minute.
1: Yeah, he's like, give me a minute. He is he not... to everyone else for some w- reason.
0: Yeah. He's not remotely excited about the gold. No. Gives it a passing glance, walks up to w- old Willie's bones, lifts up his eyepatch and is like, oh shit, it is you. And then has this little monologue about how Willie is the first goonie, which doesn't make any sense.
1: No, because he's rich.
0: Yeah, and he's not from there and he never probably set foot on a story of dirt because he got walled up in the cave well he walled himself up in the cave and then died in there with his gold. I don't get it. But it, he's he cries. Crying about it. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Um yeah and then he looks up and everybody's standing there staring at him and he says, How long were you guys standing there? And Brand is like, Long enough, Mikey, which that doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> long enough for what? To realize that your brother's a freak? Yeah. I guess. Or to hear everything that you just said doesn't make any sense.
1: But more importantly, there's a bunch of fucking gold. Yeah. Get the gold. Get it. Yep. And Mikey says, grab what you can, but not that because there's like a scale in front of Willie. he's like, that belongs to Willie. Yep. Don't know why. That's Willie's gold. Don't touch it. Sure.
0: Everybody's like, sure. There's more here than we could ever carry. So, okay. And we see Mikey has a bag of marbles which is the first time they've ever come into play but he dumps them all out and starts filling the bag with stuff
1: and then yeah and so mikey makes a plan they're like okay here's what we'll do we'll lead them into this other cave but then we'll go out this side i saw it on this movie you know whatever yeah hardy boys yeah that's what it is and then while he's explaining it the fratellis are already standing there yeah and mama fratelli is like that's a good plan yep But here we are. Sounds like a great idea. Too bad you're late. The movie has been confusing up until this point, but the rest of this is very confusing. Yep. Because
0: they're like... It gets worse. And I don't mean worse, like... It's just hard to follow. Very hard to follow. None of this makes any sense. Anyway, there's enough gold in there for all of them to just fill their pockets full of gold and go their separate ways. No one of them could carry
1: all of it. it. So, like,
0: why don't they all just take what they can get and go? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. But Whatever. It's not like the Fratellis are, like, presumed innocent. They, they're they wanted by the police. Everybody knows what they look like. They all have mugshots. Yeah. So even if the kids were like, yeah, the Fratellis were in there, it's not like, oh, our cover. You blew our cover. Yeah. They
1: Just take the gold. Just let them go. Move away. <laughs> Run. Yeah. Away.
0: Whatever. Um. So Mama points a gun at them. The and is longest like, barreled gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, get back outside. And then Data is like, no, enough is enough. And he starts, like, smacking them. With yeah. his inventions. I don't know. Something that he's got. I already forgot. He had too many inventions. So many. But it only works for so long. And the Fratellis grab him and then the rest of the kids. And they're taking all the stuff out of their pockets. Yeah. And Andy is like yelling at her. She's like, you're a mean old bitch. You know, yeah. like leave everybody alone. Mm-hmm. So mama makes Andy walk the plank.
1: Yeah. And it's very like, oh, no. Right. And Brand jumps in after her. Yeah. And then they tie Mouth and Steph together and they're about to like push them over. Yeah. Off the plank. But then they're interrupted by Sloth and Trunk. Yep. Yeah. And hey, you guys. Mm-hmm. Classic.
0: Classic. It's Sloth. He stabs the big old mast, which is somehow still perfectly intact. Yeah. And slides slides down. all the way down it. And then as he saves Mouth and Steph. He's helping the kids get away and then they all jump overboard, which is what was going to happen anyway. Yeah. But they weren't like tied up. I think that's just the biggest thing. You can't swim if your hands are tied together.
1: I guess, but they got to the ship. I don't think the water is that deep. Yep. <laughs> they <laughs> just walked fine. over to it.
0: <laughs> well, like they came in. Maybe there was a thing. I don't fucking know. I don't either. So anyway, uh, Francis and Jake try to tie up Sloth, but it doesn't work. And then Andy and Brand. Smooch finally. Sure. Andy's like, Where are your braces? And Brand goes to get mad about it because she kissed Mikey instead, which is like, that was Andy's fault and your fault because you sent anyway. Yeah, I
1: don't why? <sighs> why in this moment? Why? Why now? Uh well, it was very romantic that he jumped in after her. Sure, but they still are not safe. Like that was like that was like a victory kiss yeah that they should do when they get out. They're horny teens. That's true. I mean now, what
0: if they die? <laughs> so Sloth ties up his brothers I instead and like hoists them up to the crow's nest mm-hmm. and then throws his mom overboard because she starts to like comfort him and he's like, oh, mom, I love you. But then she sings Rockabye Baby mm. and he's like, oh, baby falls. I fell. That's why I look like this. And she's like, I only dropped you f- twice. once, yeah. Twice, maybe. So he throws her in the water.
1: Yeah this part is just very like oh no don't jump in the water wait yes go in the water wait no okay wait jump back in the water wait climb back up the boat hold on wait <laughs> in, is no, the out. water no, good in, or bad
0: no out yeah is it safe or is it bad yeah
1: i mean i guess you i don't know you don't want to be in the water because the rich stuff is on the boat i guess but she like gets thrown in the water and then she just climbs back up and then they just f- jump back in the water again i don't
0: yeah. know because she yeah she climbs back up on the boat Cuts down Jake and Francis, and the Goonies are like, let's just get the hell out of here. Yeah, They start swimming towards the edge of the cave, which they can see light coming through. So, like, that's outside. That's where we got to go. Back in the boat, Mama is like, let's grab all this money. Yeah, She, too, talks to Willie's bones, and she's like, thanks, Willie. Couldn't have done it without you or whatever, and takes all the gold out of his scales, which, of course, is his last booty trap. Sets the whole thing off, Mm. and the ship starts... uh, Fallen falling apart.
1: apart the cave starts falling apart yeah so at the edge of the cave where the kids are they can see daylight but they can't quite get out mm-hmm. brand asks for a candle because he can't see mm-hmm. data lights the last one hands it to him but of course it's the dynamite mm-hmm. so he sticks it in the hole they all jump back into the water it's a teeny tiny explosion <laughs> it's very cute but then it causes a huge rock to block this path that they've just created uh-huh and then the whole cave you know is coming down and they can't move the boulder Until Sloth comes to help, and they all get out because of him.
0: Yeah, he picks it up, and he's holding it, and he's like, you guys, you know, climb under my legs. Yeah. And Trunk's like, I don't want to leave you, but Sloth is like, no, you're my friend, you have to go. Yeah. So they leave. And Sloth is stuck in there. Meanwhile, on the ship, booty trap's still going, and actually what it was, it was this big old Rube Goldberg machine, again, missed opportunity for a very cool connection between Mikey and Willie. Yeah. And it pulls up the anchor, and the ship starts sailing out of this cave that is finally... Open again? Yeah. Why don't they just blast their way back out? They blasted their way into a cave. I guess they were out of cannons, cannonballs.
1: I, I have no idea. I I think this, from what I gathered, of the limited information, it seemed like Willie didn't want anyone to take his gold to a fault. Yeah. To the point where he just walled himself up in that cave. Yeah. Well, because
0: ships were chasing after him, and so he, they blasted the cannons to like make a big cave, and mm. then they were trying to dig tunnels out. But they set booby traps. So that
1: nobody would come in and get them? it. Yeah, but I don't the booby know. booby traps are set from the outside in, not the inside out.
0: Yeah, so I guess he just wanted to stay down there. But you're going to run out of food and die. So yeah, he just was literally like, I'd rather die down here with my gold. And but then one person made his way out with the map. You can't spend the gold. Yeah, so that dead. gold
1: has zero value. Yep, that's nice to look at. I don't know. Anyway, the cave is falling apart. On the shore, the cops pull up to see the goonies for some reason. They knew they would be there. Mm-hmm. All their parents are there also because they knew. Mm-hmm. And, and the news crew is also there. Yep. Everyone is there right at the point.
0: They, they try to make some half ass because the sheriff are like, "Oh, be damn, That's a bunch of kids. They weren't here just two minutes ago. So I guess their parents are out looking for them because they've been gone since the day before.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Or what? Because it's daylight. They're just Cause like,
1: daylight now. around yeah
0: yep but again not very well explained the kids are all very excited to see their parents the parents are all very excited to see their kids they have not been gone that long no you know but i i, mean, I don't know i guess if you're in a small town you're like literally nobody knows where any of these children are that's pretty fun the fratellis have been seen
1: yeah around so and, you know chunk called the cops but nobody listened to him so also true um but everybody's so excited
0: uh we see data's parents and his dad is also covered in inventions he's got like a camera strapped to his chest that he tries to use it to take a picture but it doesn't work yeah but then data says it's okay daddy you can't hug a photograph and, and his, his
1: dad says you're my greatest invention Yeah, <laughs> it's too sweet it's so cute i know
0: mouth and Steph get so close to smooching they are very close to each other
1: they almost smooch a couple times it feels
0: yeah yeah, this is the the biggest one though. And yeah. Steph's like, you'd be really cool if your mouth didn't get all the way, and get it didn't get in the way. Yeah, or whatever, something mm-hmm. like that. Which, according to Corey Feldman, he and Martha Plimpton did not get along at all. But I think it's because they wanted to
1: smooch and wouldn't admit it, probably. And then Andy says the weirdest shit to Mikey. The weirdest shit, because she I guess has put together that she accidentally kissed him instead of Brand.
0: Yeah, Brand says it because yeah. he's like Mikey, and then she's like, no, nah, not worth it. Smooch, She says. Keep kissing like that and you'll have all the girls lined up and it'll make up for the parts of you that don't work.
1: Yeah. Which Which, she means his lungs. Lungs? Yeah. But but it sounds like his dick is broken. Yeah. Maybe it's on upside down. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like who that's that's implying that like at some point he said, oh, girls don't like me because I have asthma. Which never came up. Yeah, he doesn't care about girls because he's
0: a little boy. Yeah. Like, he's just getting into that part of his life, you know, because he's, like, excited that he got to smooch Andy or whatever. But that's not the focus. He's not like, damn, I wish, you know, one day I hope a girl touched my butt. Touches my butt. (laughs) 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 It never comes up, except for in that stupid-ass scene that doesn't need to be in the movie at Um, all. And then now where Andy's like, don't worry, Mikey, one day girls are going to be, like, yeah, because he's going to be you know of of that age right now he doesn't care he just wants to save his house and play with his friends like what the the parts of you that don't work that will probably catch up it doesn't make any fucking sense and then he goes to like take a puff of his inhaler and he's like ah screw it and throws it over his shoulder which is like no you need that it's a it's medical device it's not like an imaginary you know crutch i do like andy and brand are just like making out furiously and mr walsh is like should we and mrs walsh is like let her parents worry about. i know it. <laughs> i was like okay that's weird too <laughs> she's like
1: i don't care i i don't know anyway <sighs> so the fratellis get arrested they got out somehow they don't i guess they, they jumped also swam. they're on the boat ship Dunno. when the cave crashed, fell apart i don't know mm-hmm. the police are gonna shoot sloth question mark yeah they're all like oh god a giant monster man better shoot him we should shoot him
0: immediately but the goonies are like no don't he's cool he's our friend Chunk says you're gonna come live with me now um which is nice or I hope his parents are okay though yeah apparently in the novelization they do in fact adopt him and there's like a scene where his mom makes dinner which is really cute but also he's an adult um yeah I mean he you know clearly needs some help but like you can't just be like (laughs) my parents are in jail so I'm up for adoption now that's not just how it works
1: well just his mom owner or his dad does
0: no that's true who knows? But also he's an adult, he can get, decide to go live with whoever he wants. So That's true. That's anyway, he does that. It's yep. cute, I guess. Um the Perkins show up and that other fucking guy whose name we don't know and they're being smug. They're like, All right, Walsh, today is the day. It's the next day now, and you have to sign this piece of paper like, because why? we are leveling your house in two weeks and you gotta fucking move. Why out Why are they
1: right there right now on a beach while they're looking for their kids? So they follow the cops there? Like, what are they doing? Just driving around? I don't looking know. for the Walshes.
0: And Mikey's very sad. He says, sorry, dad. We had a we had our hands on the future, but we blew it to save our own lives. And Mr. Walsh goes to it right. Mikey's very sad that he survived and he didn't bring any of the gold with him. It was right there. He was I know, trying
1: so hard. But it's just such a weird line. Anyway, yeah. So he starts to sign the paper. Mm-hmm. But Rosalita is there for some reason. Yeah, she's she's standing over there. Doesn't know what's going on. Question marks. She's speaking English. She's been going through Mikey's pockets. Yep. Question marks. Uh-huh finds his marbles bag full of jewels Uh huh. question marks <laughs> so then she tells mr walsh not to sign
0: yeah she starts yelling don't sign don't sign and they're all like mouth what is she saying and even though mouth's spanish has been perfect up until this point he has to struggle right now in this moment for the tension because mm-hmm. he's like no pen no write, no <gasps> sign no so don't sign it <sighs> none of those words sound the same nope by the way
1: They don't. I don't know if you know any Spanish. Uh, Boligrafo, Escribir, and Firme do not sound the same. (laughs) Nope. Um,
0: So anyway, uh, Rosalita hands them the jewels. And Mikey's like, oh, the Fratellis didn't check my marble bag. Look at all of these jewels. And Mr. Walsh is like, yeah, fuck you, Perkins. I'm not signing anything. Not today. Not ever. Rips up the
1: contract and throws the pieces in the wind. And says, "Look at my plastic jewels. <laughs> I'm gonna bedazzle something, and then what? Also, how does does Rosalita know what's happening? No.
0: <laughs> the importance she of anything that she's found. And hasn't anyone read Steinbeck's The Pearl? Just because you have a giant pearl in your hand, just because you have a handful of cut gems, doesn't mean immediately that you have money. You have to go find someone to
1: buy them. I know." We talked about this in the treasure hunting episode. You yep. need a fence. Yep.
0: I mean, I guess Mr. <laughs> Walsh works at the museum, so he can like
1: it belongs. <laughs> he can find some sort. I don't know, but it's like I don't know either.
0: That's not enough to to stave off. The, apparently, it is to stave off this like plan that has been in
1: effect for some time. Yeah, yeah. That's like a um, millions of dollars worth of like development, right? This was a handful of plastic right. jewels. <laughs> and like,
0: the issue was that he didn't have the money, but it's because his job wasn't paying him.
1: Was so, anybody else
0: getting paid? So like, the town is going to shit. So you don't want to live there anyway. I don't know. Any sense. But anyway, Mr. Walsh, so very excited. Not selling his house. Get the fuck out. And then they look out over the ocean and there's one of Willie's ship sailing off into the sunset. And Mikey says, adios, Willie. You know, bye, Willie. Thanks for all your help. Why? See you on
1: it's the other right side. There. It's right there. Just get in a boat. This is a town of fishermen. This is a coastal town. Go get it. Where there are boats. Go get it. Just get on a fucking boat. Go it's a paddle it. ship. It's not even going fast. <laughs> it's not. It's just on the fucking current. There's nobody on board. The sails have been ripped. Nobody's driving. The, all that's gonna the anchor g- is down. End up at the bottom of it the was. ocean. No. Yeah. <sighs> he
0: fucking says it's a stupid ass movie, and I love it. It's bad. It's bad, but it's fun. It's just I I enjoy seeing all of these children trying their hardest. Yeah. It's Josh Brolin's first movie. It's Sean Aston's first movie. It's uh k-hoi kwan's second movie i think cory feldman was in like one other thing before this they're all just like little babies yeah being their silly little baby best yeah working as best as they can with a terrible script and a half-baked idea i know it could be so much better like this movie could definitely benefit from not a recast because the cast is great yes well maybe the lady who plays mama fratelli is
1: bad yeah she's not a good actress no she's weird
0: She's also in Throw Mama from the Train, which I've never seen, but I do think it's funny that she plays a woman named Mama in two different movies. She just looks like a mama.
1: Yeah. It, the cast is fine. Yeah. It's just the, yeah, half-baked yep. script.
0: So there are a bunch of elements that need to be taken out
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that you can focus on the treasure hunting element, because that's all you need. This is a treasure hunting movie, sure. and that's all it needs to be.
1: I mean, if this were a sequel yep. and all of the blanks had been filled in previously, yeah. it would be fine. Yeah. You wouldn't even have to redo any of it. Yeah. Make a prequel. You gotta redo some of it. Okay. Some of it is unnecessary. Yeah. But
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there is another. It does. It needs a whole other movie to explain yeah. so much of this.
1: But it is still. It's very nostalgic and it's very I think silly. I don't have. I I saw it before. But not enough. I don't think I have enough nostalgia to make up for. Gotcha. The things that I feel critical of. Yeah. So would you say it's a replay or a rewind? I would rewind it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I definitely. Um, it's a replay for yeah. me, you know. But I, I understand all of its flaws. Uh, did it make you cry? It did not. It
1: yeah. made you cry. It did
0: make me cry. And it was literally, it wasn't anything. It was <laughs> just part related to the movie. Yeah. It hugged. was just, and then a little bit too where Data is hugging his dad. Yeah. So just everybody being like,
1: I love you so much. I do have to say, I, I do really appreciate the relationship between Brandon and Mikey because in that era, in the 80s and 90s, you don't see siblings get along. Yeah. Very often. To yeah. the point where I remember when I was little being. A jerk to my younger brothers because that's what i had seen on tv and you thought you're supposed to yeah and mm-hmm. one day my mom was like you don't have to do that and i was like oh <laughs> i just thought that's what i was supposed to do yeah you know monkey see monkey do right all the media that i consume says that we're supposed to be adversaries yeah that siblings don't get along they hate each
0: other yep i know so but i did like that he's got a little bit of that like nobody picks on my brother but me but he also like loves his brother very much and says that
1: and I, there was a part, we didn't talk about it, but where he was like, why couldn't I have, a, I have had a little sister? Yeah. And he says it in a very, like, parental way. Yeah. Almost. Like, oh, I gotta watch out for this kid. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm his big brother. Yeah. But why is he gotta be so dangerous all right. the time? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's sweet. It is sweet. So the movie, as we have said, was released on June 7th, 1985. Had a budget of $19 million, which seemed really high to me. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like a... I had to build a whole ship. That's true. But, you know, the cast probably wasn't very expensive. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the sets did not look great. But, um, but yeah, they probably spent it all on the ship and just the room that the ship was in. Yep. Like all that water. <laughs> and Joe Pantoliano's toupee. Yes. <laughs> but it made $125 million. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it did great. Um has a 76 on Rotten Tomatoes, which I feel like is a good score. I think so. Feels appropriate. Not a perfect movie. Not the worst movie. Yeah. That's good. And if you have the nostalgia factor, you know, you probably think even more highly of it. Absolutely. But like sitting down watching it like cold turkey, (laughs) 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 like with no nostalgia, with a critical eye, I think, you know, 76 is fair.
0: Yep. I agree. I agree. Roger Ebert also agrees with you. Three stars, he says.
1: Yeah. I found a couple... Just little parts from his review that I thought were interesting. He said, there used to be children's movies and adult movies. Now Spielberg has found an in-between niche for young teenagers who have fairly sophisticated tastes in horror. Mm -hmm. Which I think is true because, you know, Spielberg also did Mm E.T., which yeah, references a few times. And it's like, it's not a kid's movie, but it's also not quite an adult movie. Yeah. And, you know, those were the people seeing movies. Right. It's for the teens who are... exactly in that
0: like they don't need you know all the super gross gritty like adult stuff but they're like but i'm not a baby yeah
1: they still want to see um like things being solved and not everything handed to them Mm -hmm. yeah and it can be a little scary yep uh he said this time his kids say shit a lot and it is a measure (laughs) of spielberg's insight that the word draws only a pg rating for the movie spielberg no doubt argues that most kids talk like that half the time and he is right His technique is to take his 13 and 14-year-olds and let them act a little older than their age. It's more refreshing than the old Disney technique, which was to take characters of all ages and have them behave as if they were 12. Fair. Yeah, so he really appreciates the way Spielberg, you know, writes his kids. Yeah. And then he closes it with, During Goonies, I was often exhilarated by what was happening. Afterward, I was less enthusiastic. The movie is totally manipulative, which would be okay except it doesn't have the lift of a film like ET. It has the high energy without the sweetness. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree I, with and all I think that. if they if they had tied things together better with like saving mm-hmm. the Goondocks, yeah. You know, if we understood that more, yes. we would feel like that lift and yeah. that elation at the end, but we're kind of just like, well, okay. Cool. Yeah,
0: you just, you want him <laughs> to find the treasure because you want him to succeed. Right. But you forget that it's like, oh yeah, this is to save his house, which is such a like a monumental task for a child to take on. Yeah. That it's like. And he
1: really seems like the it. only one worried about it. Yeah. The adults don't seem that upset. Right. That we see, you know.
0: Yeah, his mom's very reserved to just be like. Just got a pack. This is gonna happen. Yeah. I want this house clean when they knock it down. Which is silly. I know. <laughs> but it's um, funny. Yeah. We need more of like just seeing, you know, a scene where we see Mikey and his like eavesdropping on his parents being so stressed out. You know, like yeah. I've tried everything. They're going to take the house. But like all we see is his mom just kind of being like, "My, you know, my arm's broken. So I hired this lady who doesn't speak English to help out. And then we see his dad at the museum for a second. Just be like, oh, hi, kids. You know. Yeah. But we get none of this sense of urgency from them. Mm-hmm. And it, it would be nice, yeah, if we saw, and his like... his
1: friends don't really seem that... They're not like, oh, we can still see each other. You know, we'll, like, write letters. We'll, you know, they they don't really seem to be concerned with it at all.
0: Right. Well, because, like you said, there's some confusion as to who is moving away and who's not. Right. Are, are all of them? We know that Data is moving to Detroit. You know, because it's like, is, is Astoria fallen apart you know right like, yeah or uh, and just that's this you're part need of town. way more than yeah <sighs> it just needs um more explanation more explanation and a lot of holes patched uh yep. and he's right i think too because a lot of times what what sinks the movie for me when we do this is sitting down and pausing every five or ten or fifteen minutes to write okay here's what happened and you know like doing the outline and putting in the notes and you do get taken out of it If you just sit and you watch it like cold all the way through you get a little bit more caught up with the the music and they're like oh they yeah. did it and now we're going here and yeah you know the adventure of it and the pacing so um definitely one of those that you're along for the ride and you're like whoa cool and then as soon as it's over you're like that was wait a minute <laughs> so many questions <laughs> wait what happened
1: uh, yeah i think you kind of true. half expect things to get explained eventually and then you get to the end and you're like I... oh oh <laughs> that's it i guess Yep. He saved everything. It's true.
0: Well, I have a little bit of trivia here. I like learning everybody's names. Yeah. So you've got Mikey Walsh, uh Mouth's name is Clark Devereaux. Nice. Data's name is Richard Wang. Brand is Brandon Walsh. Chunk is Lawrence Cohen, which I was like, his name was already Cohen. You couldn't think of any other Jewish last name.
1: No, there's just the one. Also, Data was Dick Wang. Yep. It's <laughs> a lot of a
0: lot of penis jokes yeah. in here. Uh, Andy's name is Andrea Teresa Carmichael, and Steph is Stephanie Steinbrenner, and Sloth's real name is Lotney.
1: Oh, Lotney Fratelli. Lotney Fratelli. Slotney. (laughs) Slothney. Yeah, where'd they come up with the name Sloth? Uh, That just reminded me that I was listening to a case on some podcast the other day, and there was a judge in this case whose name was Richard P. Sprinkle. (laughs) No! That is his true actual legal name, Dick pea sprinkle pea sprinkle <laughs> that's terrible anyway dick wang ha ha ha
0: ha uh Corey Haim also auditioned for this movie oh but Corey feldman for like for the role of mouth yeah but he lost it to Corey feldman but they wouldn't like meet and become friends until they were on lost boys together i just cute. thought it was cute that their pads like ships in the night almost yeah they all could have been friends a couple of years earlier
1: well they wouldn't have been in the same movie i guess no, that's true, they but they were just, like, in o. the same room. And so I wonder they almost... why they picked Feldman instead of Haim.
0: Uh, he's got a more obnoxious face.
1: Yeah, and I kind of also feel like Corey Haim looked a little bit like Sean Astin. Like, maybe oh, they yeah. looked a little too similar. Maybe so. Like, get them confused. Corey Haim doesn't speak Spanish. That's a problem. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, neither do Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, also, the guy who played Mr. Walsh, Keith Walker... Um, Just really loved the setting of Astoria Mm -hmm. and the history of it. And so he would just like wander around and he used that location as inspiration to write Free Willy. Oh. Which is the only film he's ever written.
1: (laughs) Interesting. See. Okay. So this was also filmed there in Astoria?
0: No. I think think Free Willy is more in the Bay Area, isn't it? I think so. But he just was like, oh, I like this set. I like this coastal town. I like the idea of like being on a um mm-hmm. and he's got like he kind of mirrored mikey's little like bye willie speech that he gives him yeah. in free willie yeah
1: the little boy what's his name i don't remember i don't either when the little boy is like bye willie mm-hmm. so he took I elements from this thought that mr walsh looked like the mayor from jim carrey's <laughs> grinch but i looked it up and it's not him. his nose is so high up on his face yeah he does look like a who he does yep but i was like is that the guy that plays the mayor
0: (laughs) that guy has a fake nose have you ever seen the clip of jim carrey biting that guy's nose off no
1: it's really weird (laughs) i don't like
0: that no it's gross to watch it's one of those things where you're like i'm gonna watch that five more times but they're like (laughs) they're like in a scene and jim carrey just like leans and just like rips his little fake who nose off and
1: it's like disgusting then he's like haha now you have to do three more hours of makeup you dick right
0: (laughs) (laughs) hopefully they were done with that scene yeah But yeah, that's it. Is there anything else?
1: Yes. Do you see my paragraph here? You would like to add?
0: Yep. Titled Bucket Snake's Thoughts. Let's hear it. All right. Take me to the bucket. We need it. Like, I have beef corner. You need, like... We're going
1: to the bucket. I've probably already said all this, but it's too chaotic. Mm-hmm. There isn't enough backstory for the audience to get it on the first watch through. Mm-hmm. I do think, you know, you watch it a couple of times. You start to piece it together, even though we don't get the details. Yeah. Uh, the kids are too loud. Yeah. And their characters are just a little too cliche. Yeah. I know the classic, like, you know, fat kid, nerdy kid, loud kid, whatever. But, like, they needed just, like, an extra little sprinkle of mm-hmm. something else, you know. Um, <laughs> a piece sprinkle. An, an extra little piece sprinkle. <laughs> the girls are as ebert puts it in his review just there to swap spit and get bats in their hair yep and steph doesn't even get to smooch anybody i know and she just complains the whole time i don't know there's like the girl that wants to make out and then the girl that whines yeah i'm like can't one of them have a skill Mm -mm. no okay well i mean i guess andy did sort of play the piano but anyway i have a lot of questions about sloth yeah why is he locked up? Uh-huh. Has he always been down there? Uh-huh. Where did he get that Superman shirt? Yep. Have the Fratellis always lived in that abandoned restaurant? Who were the dudes that they killed? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> why were they there? Because the implication is that they were the dudes who owned the restaurant. So they killed them so that they could live there. But Sloth was already there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was. Hmm.
1: And why were the other two Fratellis wanted? Because the brother was the only one who was in jail.
0: Well, I think. Because all three of them, yeah, had, like, mug shots and stuff. But I think they are just lifetime criminals.
1: Okay. Then what is Sloth doing there? I don't know. Where did he... Why is he there?
0: I don't know. Why
1: is he chained up? He seems nice.
0: Well, he's very strong and they can't control him and he gets mad at them sometimes for not feeding him or something. So
1: just feed him. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand.
0: Maybe he's just nice to Chunk because Chunk is the first person who is nice to him.
1: I guess. So they could just be nice to him, but like... They can't even be nice to each other. The implication is that they've always lived in that basement. Because there's like a water cooler and they have their stuff down there. Yeah. I, I don't know. Unless
0: they were using it as a hideout for a while and then the dudes who own it came to open it up. like.
1: But it was the end of the season.
0: Yeah. Maybe they came by unexpectedly or something like that, you know, or people who came by to look at it. Or something, but yeah, you're right. The implication, because I always saw it as like they had just crashed there. Yeah. After they escaped, but maybe they have been there for a
1: while. Yeah, because they had to go get a room with sloth in it. Yeah, and he's chained up, which I assume restaurants don't come with chains on the wall (laughs) and a windowless room with a TV in it. Right.
0: Yeah, so they must have been there for a while, and it's just those two dudes surprised them you know stumbled on it came to check it out for some reason because it doesn't say like that it's yeah. for sale and i mean chunk is like that's a summer place which implies that they are all familiar with it and it's open during the summer but it is trashed in there yeah like,
1: and the dust and like cobwebs suggest it has been empty for like 20 yeah years. everything is broken everything is the same
0: color of like brownish gray because yeah
1: nobody's been in there
0: so like yeah so who are these dudes <sighs> so many questions. Where did Sloth get that Superman shirt?
1: Because <laughs> they're like, oh, no, when he rips his shirt off. Yeah. And he's like, "Huh, soup." it's like S for Sloth.
0: It's huge. It's clearly in his size. It's not like Chunk had it in his back pocket. Did he change before they went out? Why does he have a Superman shirt?
1: I don't know. He wasn't watching Superman.
0: No, he's watching like really old Errol Flynn movies. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Anyway, it's a fun movie. Yeah. I'm always down to suspend my disbelief. Um, I love to turn my brain off and watch it. But this one asked for a little too much suspension. I agree. And I think if it had taken one more step into camp because it was almost there, mm. or one step further into being serious, yeah, it's a little like sometimes it's campy. sometimes, you know,
0: it's heartfelt. It's trying to do too many things Mikey's and it doesn't do crying any in of front of a well.
1: skeleton. yeah, yeah. so th- those are my takes
0: i I'm with you, you know, I like it, but i I do recognize that it is quite flawed, yeah, okay. well. Tell us, you, you guys, tell us what you think. Are we are we the worst? Did are we, we just too harsh? Slander your favorite movie of all time? Yeah. Or, you know, do you agree? I don't know. Where did Sloth get that Superman shirt? Do you have any ideas? If you would like to come talk to us about it, you can find us on Instagram, Replay Rewind Podcast, Tumblr over at Replay Rewind Podcast. You can email us at replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, you can listen to our other episodes on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, iHeartNoise, <laughs> Whatever that site's called. um, All those other things, you can follow us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Podcast, And when you join, you will get to hear some bonus episodes. We will mail you a sticker. We will shout your name out on the show. I will write your name on the bottom of my shoe.
0: <gasps> like Andy.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, that would be you writing your name on the bottom of their shoe. I own you now. Anyway... I get it. (laughs) Um, You can also go check out our coffee page where we have some physical merchandise that you can hold in your grubby little hands, like treasure. It's great.
1: Yeah, we'll mail you some treasure. Huh?
0: Absolutely. Um, You know, just go check out all the things. It helps to support this show so that we can stay out here in this bee-infested garage (laughs) and record episodes for you guys, which we enjoy doing, but it does cost money. Anything else? Nope. In the meantime, stay fresh, Goonies.
1: <laughs> Don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind. Take a second, look at that script. Rewrite! <laughs> Rewrite! We got beat again! Beat! <laughs>
0: beat me once! <laughs> oh my god